This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Sup, party people? We Sup. in here? Word, word, word. Hey. Episode 26. Hey. hey. Also hey, known as hey, the hey, season one hey, finale hey, for the hey, All Love hey, No Fear hey, podcast, hey, co-hosted hey, by myself, hey, KB, and hey, Mr. Hype Man over here. <laughs> Mr. Mark made a poetic bandit. Hey, hey, hey. He's very hey, excited. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not sure if it's because this is the last episode for the season or if he's just really in one of those moods today. It's a good, it's a good day. It's no, a good day. it is a good day. See, it's a season one finale. Word, word, word. We are married five years. Yeah, shout out to marriage. Anniversary was this past Friday. Yes. October 11th. Yes, October 11th. 10-11. Uh, 10, 10 11, 14. 11, 14. Five years. Ten toes down. We in here. Word, word, word. It's been, we out it's been here. a good time. Living our best lives. It's a good good time, good time. Good time, good time. We spent our time in um Atlantic City. Yes, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, part yeah. of part of that trip. But yes, we oh, went to Atlantic. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we can talk about... Uh, most of it. Uh, I was just going to leave out the like activity part. Okay. Um, so we went to Atlantic City for our five year anniversary. Um, we've never been to Atlantic City together, which is kind of interesting. Um, I never thought about it, but like I've been, he's been, but we've never gone together. So it was a nice little, you know, quick getaway situation. It was really nice. Um, we were at the Hard Rock Hotel. Um, it's really really nice over there. Um, yeah. Nice, best bed I think I've ever slept in in a hotel. Like yeah, it was, it was really good. It was really nice. I and Hard like, Rock um, Hotel is also a part-time museum. Yes. So I took mad pictures of like different outfits that um, different celebrities wore. Um, Anita Baker has something in there. Um, Beyonce has something in there from House of Darion, which made me cackle. Because um, where's House of Darion today? No shade to them. Um, <laughs> But, like, I literally forgot all about that till I saw that dress. They had a receipt book from NWA, which yes. is also weird. Yes, there was a no, receipt book. From, it was yeah, a, it was Easy e yeah. and them that got paid. It was, um, a, it was a receipt book from there. Yeah, there were handwritten lyrics from LL Cool J, from Drake. Drake has really nice handwriting for a man. Um, Rihanna had an outfit in there. We're going to talk about Rihanna some more, but I just want to open up with that. Uh, right. She had an outfit um, that she wore to, like, a fashion show um, in there. Um it was mad stuff. It was a lot to see. It was a lot to see. It was good. It yeah. Really was. Um, we went and checked out some of the other casinos. Oh, we got to write this down. Um, we went to see um, Joker. Yeah, we um, did. We at did. the Tropicana uh, Museum. Um, I was going to say museum. At the Tropicana Hotel. Cause, like, the Har- IMAX. Yeah. yeah, they have an IMAX in there. The Hard Rock is, like, on the boardwalk, so you can just kind of walk to a lot of things we did not walk to Tropicana because we didn't have time for that. Yeah. Um because we kind of decided to do the movie like maybe 2 hours before it started so it was like, oh, we should eat some food and so that that was just a lot. Yeah. But to walk we probably took another like 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, cuz the boardwalk is long. Yeah. Yeah. It's long. And Tropicana was like down the road. Like Tropicana was a 5 minute drive. 
for us. So that yeah. would have been a longer, much longer walk. Oh, it was like nine minutes, actually. Like yeah. Nine, nine to ten minutes for yeah. driving. From, yeah, we're driving. And then when we got there, like, we parked in some parking garage and then went to be sketchy steps. I don't know how we got inside. I'll like, be honest I was just with nervous. you. I'll be honest with you. We did, like, a good amount of... We, did, we, didn't do, we just we, went in we the wrong doors for a lot of things. We didn't do a lot of driving. We didn't, which was great. Um, Which was good. But I promise you, 80% of the driving was driving inside of a parking garage trying to get out or in. Fam. <laughs> That's fam, really what fam. that was. The Atlantic City is parking garage city. You hear me? <laughs> parking garage city. Ever to get in and out and of all park- garages. Right. And it's just like, well, do I go this way? Because the signs are not as clear as you would think. It's a lot. It's, it's like, you're just going around and right there. I'm like, did I go up? Did I go going back around down? for a while just to get out. It's mad stressful. Um, but, <laughs> but, but casinos do run that city. No, the casinos are amazing. Like... The, I thought the Hard Rock Casino was saying something. I went over to the Ocean's Resort. I said, never mind. Hard Rock <laughs> Har- is a little Har- ghetto. Hard Rock compared to like other ones are, is actually kind of small. Yeah. Hard Rock honest. is actually small compared to like Caesars and to Ocean. I think Ocean has the biggest one yeah. of all the ones we saw. I was like, oh my gosh. Ocean's was, was excessive. Yeah, Ocean's was over well, ha- Harris might be more. I don't know. We, yeah, we, we didn't we, go inside the Harris one. Yeah. We did. No, We walked no. through it, but I don't. But not the whole thing. Yeah, Harris might have been kind of, looked kind of excessive too. Yeah, yeah. But it was a good time. Um, We gambled a little bit, like literally... What ten dollars? We we gave them for a total of ten minutes. I think. Yeah, yeah. We did like <laughs> so, a little slot machine. We were there thing. from Wednesday to Saturday. I think we gambled a total of ten minutes. Yeah, the whole, the time. whole time. Like we did a little slot machine. We did a little roulette machine, and that that was that was yeah. that on that. I think I think we won fifteen dollars, then spent fifteen dollars, and that was it. That was the end of it. Yeah, that was the end of it. Really. Um, <laughs> that was, that was the end yeah, of it. it was a good time. Yeah. Um, gambling's not for me, but um, <laughs> I realized that there is a market for it, and Atlantic City certainly provides. Uh, the services needed to uh, make that happen. Um, I would definitely go again to Atlantic City. Like I liked being like able to walk out on the boardwalk and just walk up and down and like try different stuff. Um, their, their their goal is to keep you in a hotel forever. No, like, for real, that's what their goal is. No, the hotels yeah, have everything in there. You don't really have to leave if you don't want to. They have, like everything. There's a club. There's mad restaurants, mm-hmm. mad buffets, mm-hmm. place for everything. Yeah, like, little shops. Like it's all in the hotel. Yeah, you don't ever have to leave. It, they're like you don't have to go you don't have to like if you want like it's almost like a cruise ship like it's just like a self-contained like operation like you don't have to go outside if you don't want to yeah and like what i was saying i was like hard rock is nice because like more museum is Mm -hmm. i i assume like based on how everything looks looks like tropicana is more like for like young adult one Mm -hmm. because it has like a lot of like a lot more like the clubs and like the clubs look like more young adult and mm-hmm. like the movie theater mm-hmm. and even like how the shops laid out yeah you know, it's, it's just different yeah 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 getting in and out of there though was not a fun time no would not recommend zero out of ten well that's that's because we parked in like behind like the kitchen it was a lot we, we don't i don't know a lot it was it was weird it was hard getting out to be honest yeah yeah it wasn't a fun we, time we had to like go under roped off areas just to get back out it was, it was weird right i'm sure the security cameras were like what are these people doing <laughs> but we left it's fine we're back we home. figured it out yes but it was a good time it was a nice relaxing um time i realized that we hadn't gone anywhere without avery in a very long time yeah so i think in like ever um so i think it was nice to just like lounge about for a couple days and kind of do whatever we wanted wake up on our own schedule eat on our own schedule take naps if we want I got my nap life on. I felt like Mark spent most of the time we were in Atlantic City watching me take a nap. Because Mark's what not you, much of a napper. You're making that up completely. You're not much of a napper. I do nap a lot. I when? Just, I napped in California. I was about to say that. When well, I went that's to- because you left me to, like, socialize. You were like, well, that's enough of that. I'm going to I'm gonna head out. 
That's what you did. I'm not a daily napper. You're not a daily napper. Yes, okay, that's but I, fine. But I am a napper. Okay. Whatever. That's yeah. how you want to distinguish. <laughs> distinguish yourself. That's fine. Yeah. Because I, I think I got all my sleep in for like the whole year in California. <laughs> <laughs> that's and fine. I think you, you, you didn't get that much sleep because like you, you had to be like be around. You're like, hey, father. You had to be like be around your family. So yeah. You couldn't yeah. really sleep. But I was not. Mark was like, "Well, I'm a, I'm a head in the room. I'm gonna see when I see you, friend." I got, I got all the sleep I needed. I was sleep. I was um all the sleep. I was like, backing up for like a while. I got it all in California. I'm happy. That was not my but that, experience. But that was you in Atlantic City. Yeah, I was like, I was like taking mad naps. Like, all right, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just go out here, and like long naps too, like three, four hours, just like zonked. It was a great time. I was yeah. very excited. I felt very relaxed. And I mean, I guess it made up for the fact that I didn't sleep much, uh, I guess, Saturday night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. I woke up at 2 a.m. and that was that on that. So <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I got my sleep together. I don't know. Right. What a fun time. But yeah, it was it was great um, to celebrate our anniversary um, and go do something that was just us. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good time. Would strongly recommend. Couple yeah. trips are strong recommend. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and like I said, um, five years married is awesome. I think I think everything is good. Like not even for like the podcast, but everything really is good. I feel yeah. like we're in a good place. We are. We are. Like you're not gonna hear about it. it's like tomorrow thing. This dude is crazy. Like we we really are good. And even <laughs> if that was the case, you wouldn't you wouldn't hear it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, Cause it ain't none but, your business. That's that's the point. Uh, but but everything everything really is good. I, I think um, I guess the, I don't know if we could get into like what we were talking about before about um, us trying to figure out like what a good marriage looks like because we it's hard for us to have we didn't have that many references. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I think. Well, we can. I don't, I don't want to get too 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 deep into yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I guess. I and guess. We, and we 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 just been trying. We've been figuring it out. Yeah. Too, like. Daily. What what that is and yeah. like what we what we want Avery to kind of look at and want to emulate in her own relationships fifty years from now. Yeah, yeah. Because Avery's not dating. I don't know. He's like fifty. Yes, fifty years from now. Our first date is fifty. Okay. Yes, when she's fifty two, she can go ahead and and do the dates. I guess, I guess no grandkids. Is that where? I mean, in this day and age, we can just we can <laughs> we, a lot of things can happen. So, well, all right, fine. Maybe thirty two. Okay. She can date. First date, 32. Awesome. Yes, that can happen. Okay. If that's, if that's, if that's what we're working at, okay. All right. So I'm having a hard time with my child growing up, and I don't feel like I should be judged for that. <laughs> okay? I don't feel like I should be judged, and I feel I feel judged. It's fine. But it's fine. It's fine. But, yeah, so that's that's been our... Uh, that was our conversation while we were on um, the trip. One of our conversations, um, I think, one of the best things about our trip was the the opportunity to just talk. Yeah, because like we don't get the opportunity to just spend large periods of time just like talking things through. And I'm a person who likes to like who thinks things through by talking them through. And I think you know when it comes to like the challenges of real life. It's like we don't have that much time to just like really sit and like flesh things out. And this is not to say that we don't talk to each other, but it's like it's different. We have to move a lot faster with it when it comes when it's like 
our day-to-day life because we've got other things that we need to like do and focus on but I think just like having multiple days to just kind of like think about stuff and like come back to stuff and really um talk about it more was super super helpful word word yeah all right um well real quick before we get into the um love it or lose it um want to quickly just shout out people on spotify word on google podcasts apple Podcasts, apple Podcasts, iheart podbean uh himalayas himalayas I gotta download that app because you keep saying Himalayas. I'm like, I well, somebody told me they listen on there. That's why I shot them out. <laughs> um, I don't the, have it either. And on the website, all love no fear com. Thank you all so much for listening and for supporting us. Uh, Twenty six episodes is a lot. It's insane. I feel like we just started this, and it's like, wow, we were we recorded this much content. That's insane. Yeah. To me. So. So yeah. Thank y'all for y'all support. For real. For real. Thank you so much. And once again, like I said, we're gonna come back. Come back better than ever. Better than ever. Come back better than ever. Come back better than ever. All right. Um. So we're gonna go right into a lover to lose it. You have it this time, right? Yes. All yes. Right. Yes. Um. We do a lot of food things around here because we are hungry all the time. And I'm actually hungry right now. Um. <laughs> to be honest. Speaking of. Yeah. Like I took a nap before we came to record. So um. In the in the midst of getting the nap together, getting up from the nap and like getting myself together, it didn't dawn on me till I, that I was hungry till we were here. Because if I had figured that out, I maybe could have been like, let's stop and get some food on the way. But now I'm going to have to record the pot hungry, which is sad. Um, but I won't die. God willing. Um, let's see. Love it or lose it. Um, okay. So this week's love it or lose it. Describe what love it or lose it is first. All right. All right. First time, last time. Visitors. First time, last time. <laughs> this sounds like church. <laughs> Do we have a, a visitor card for them? That they need to fill out and submit in the narthex. The visitor card can be when you email us. <laughs> That's fine. Um, push that subscribe. That'll be that'll be the visitor. The, the card. visitor card, yeah. Push subscribe. That's fine. Um, so love it or lose it. Um, is a little game that we play here. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, um, where we put some things on the table, and we have to choose which one we would lose forever and ever, could never have, see, access, whatever the case may be, again. And we also choose one thing that we would love. We usually choose from four um, things. Um, and uh, that's pretty much what we do. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, try to keep it interesting around here. Um, so my four things are snack related. Snack. Snack. So you did it first. <laughs> You just, you know, I'm not going to make a good decision. You know, I'm going to follow you, and then, then you're going to judge me with your eyes, which is rude. Go ahead. <gasps> salty snacks, specifically, is okay. what I've chosen, and I chose this with Mark in mind because Mark is a salty snack lover. Yes, I am. I am more of a sweet snack lover, so I don't know if I really have a dog in the fight of either of the, if any of the things I'm about to say, but okay. um, I guess I guess we'll see. I may or may not. I don't know. I made it. We'll see what happens. So I love it or lose it this week. Salty snacks. Salty snack edition. Um, your love it or lose it choices: pretzels, okay, Doritos, okay, popcorn, okay, or nuts. And it can be pistachios, peanuts, almonds of the like. Yeah, those are those are the four choices for this week's love it or lose it in salty snacks. Um, am I going first? Uh, you can because the nuts cannot here. <laughs> Even if they were pistachios. 
compare yeah because there's too many nuts that are trying to kill me mm, <laughs> there's too is... many, there are too many nuts that i'm allergic to <laughs> for putting nuts in there <laughs> so maybe i should be more specific <laughs> maybe i should stash you specifically yeah so it's nuts for you yeah okay because there are too many nuts that are trying to kill me Yes, Mark. Nuts. Mark has uh, quite a number of nut allergies, and yeah. so, so um, get get them nuts out of here. Yeah, I remember that time everybody was eating that fish when we was at that retreat, and it was like, well, it sucks to be Mark, but she could have it. It's delicious yeah. though. Get them walnuts out of here. Get yeah. them almonds out of here. But they're so healthy. It's a shame. They're not healthy if I die. It's not. It's that's correct. It's <laughs> definitely not healthy if you die. Um, that was the opposite of healthy. But yeah. Like, I mean, they're just generally touted as being very healthy mm-hmm. nuts, but they're just not good for you. Okay. So out of pretzels, Doritos, popcorn, and nuts. Word. I would say mine is probably Doritos. To get them out of here? Yeah. Get them out of here forever. You don't eat Doritos like that. So I'm not really a huge yeah, fan of you don't. you don't eat them like that, so yeah. I... I can see that being true. Like, if I eat a Dorito, like, I specifically want that taste in my mouth. Yeah. Like, it's not like, a, oh, y'all got Doritos? Like, I'm not thrilled about that. And I don't get people's excitement about Doritos. Just like I don't get people's excitement about, like, chocolate and peanut butter, I don't get I don't get excitement about Doritos. People go ham. They get excited when Taco Bell puts out, like, a Dorito-flavored-inspired product. And I'm just kind of like, throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. In the trash. It's garbage. Um, I was kind of going back and forth between Doritos and pretzels because I'm not really a huge pretzel fan either. But if I had if I had to choose between Doritos and pretzels, if those are my two snack options, I'm picking the pretzels <laughs> over the Doritos. Because I feel like I only like, like Auntie Anne's pretzels. I don't like like hard pretzels that you buy, the Snyder's joints. I don't really enjoy those. I just feel like they're hard. They hurt my teeth a little bit. It's a lot of work. It's like... It's like hard bread that I'm chewing, and I don't... I love pretzels. I don't particularly enjoy it. I know you do. I know you do. You live for a pretzel. Yeah, I, I, love, I love all three of them. I love pretzels. I love Doritos. I love popcorn. But which of the three do you love more in this edition of Love It or Lose It? Um, Let's get the hot take. All right. <laughs> Oh, when you are over the top over there with your antics, it's 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 fine. But when I start up, it's all right. Okay. Come down to think, it's between a chip, a popcorn, or a pretzel. Mm-hmm. A trail mix of all three is always delicious. <laughs> I do want to point that out. That's that a delicious combination of food. That's fine. Um, I don't know if I enjoy popcorn more. Okay. I think. It's because it's small and easy. I don't know. Because you definitely have a bag of popcorn in the shade today. Correct. But I'm not sure. If popcorn was bigger and had the same taste Mm -hmm. and it was heavier, would I eat it? No. Mm. Like popcorn is, I think popcorn is good because they come, it's so small Mm -hmm. and you don't, but I don't know if like. It's filling. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. know if popcorn is, it really is the tastiest thing. Yeah. With the right amount of butter on it, it could be a blessing. The right amount of butter, it could also be too much. Right. It could, it could also be like high cholesterol problems, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So, it's not popcorn. Why worry about health at a time like this? That's right. 
And then you have Doritos. And, like, I think I like Doritos. But I think my limit is always one bag. Okay, you have a limit on Doritos. Did not know that. Like, after one bag, I'm like... Mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, I... The whole big bag of Doritos, I'm always like, I eat a fish when I'm like, all right. It's... It gets to be too much. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. <laughs> and I, I think I, I like it, but it's just a lot. Uh-huh. I think, so I think the level will be pretzels because I can have, I can, I can have them in, in all forms. Mm-hmm. I like them. Okay. I like pretzel sticks. Mm-hmm. I like the big pretzels, Auntie Anne pretzels. I like the small pretzels. <laughs> all forms of pretzels I enjoy. Yeah. You're just like, oh, pretzels. Yeah. And that is salted or unsalted. I like them all. Okay, you're just you're just committed. I to like pretzel bread. <laughs> like pretzel bread is good. It is. <laughs> so I think pretzels might be the love it as I think about all of them. Okay. I think I I like pretzels in all forms. <sighs> Do I like Doritos in all forms? No. Do I like popcorn in all forms? No. But pretzels in in all forms. All you forms. Like, any any form of pretzel you give me, I will eat it. You're like, give me another pretzel. I really give like me pretzel pretzels. We'll we'll buy some when we go to the store later. No, because I eat them all. So no. Well, maybe we'll ration them. Maybe I'll put them in like a Ziploc bag and be like, here's what you, and I'll label it. And it's like, here's what you can have for today. I, I think we have this, we talk about this all the time about like, because you buy something and I'll say, don't get it. And then you'll get mad because I eat it. The reason why I don't like buying things because I know I'm terrible at eating it. And I'm, it becomes, it makes me think that it's a, just a waste of money to buy something and then eat it in one sitting. <laughs> so like, I don't want to buy it because I know I'm terrible at not, I, I, I don't have self-control. <laughs> Shame, shame. <laughs> because of my self control, I'm like, hey, just don't buy it because I don't have self control, and I think that's why I say it. I don't because I th- I think when I say don't get it, you think I'm saying it because I don't want it. Mm. No, I don't have self control, and I know what I don't have self control over, <laughs> so I'd rather you just not get it. That's fine. It's, it's up to you. I mean, if you really want to have pretzel sticks, I can ration them for you. I can hide the full container, and <laughs> you could just have what I put in the ziplock bag. Yeah, I'll put it in the baggie, and I'm, you can just have that. No, you're not. You're not rationing me like like I'm a small child. <laughs> well, obviously, you don't have self control. <laughs> I'm trying to help you do better. It's it's like when you got those little small. You used to get those small um, cookies. Oh my god, those antimins. Those antimins. Those antimins cookies. Those, 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 those soft baked chocolate it's chip a complete cookies. Complete waste of money. No battles. No battles. Complete waste of money, yo. <laughs> me and Mark bought those and definitely eat, ate those whole things in one in one Sunday I, afternoon. I, every time. Cause it's like, oh, it's like it's so little. Let me just eat four here, four here. Next thing you know, the box is empty. It's like, who did that? You it, did. It is, it is pointless. Yeah, don't do it. Just make better decisions. Don't be like us. Um, How about you? I think my love it is popcorn. I know you're gonna say that. I enjoy popcorn. It's a wonderful, especially with some butter. Like not even movie theater butter is like cool. But I just I like eating popcorn like it makes me happy you like all forms of popcorn though you I like do. kettle corn you like i like kettle like, corn like, i like like the sea salt and pepper popcorn yeah. you, you like popcorn the only more. popcorn i'm not really into is like white cheddar popcorn i'm i don't like that very much i'm okay with white cheddar. that's gross i don't know it never tastes like actual white cheddar cheese which is my problem i think i go in thinking it's going to taste like cheddar cheese and it tastes like cheetos but on popcorn <laughs> and it's it's, it's i don't want that it's valid. i don't like that it's about a critique. That doesn't that doesn't thrill me. <laughs> it's about a like, critique. just get it out of here. I like like the caramel. I like all types of popcorn, but that white cheddar popcorn, y'all gonna have to miss me on. I don't like it. I'll take some popcorn before I take popcorn. Yeah, I not no, not no. Yeah. So yeah, popcorn is my is my number. It's easy. You can just pop it in the microwave, and you know, two three minutes later, you have a nice piping hot bag of popcorn. Yeah. Like I said, it it because it's filling. I think yeah, we, and it's I, a I, filling I, snack because it it's filling. But I don't know if I I don't know if like. 
I love it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I love popcorn. I, I think it's a movie snack because it's filling. It's something yeah. quickly. Yeah, I, I just love to eat popcorn. Like, if I'm at work and I'm like, I can't eat lunch right now or I don't have time, but I want to... I want to heat something up real quick that I can just like kind of hold myself over till I can actually sit down and eat a real meal. Popcorn's my go-to. So I definitely have like a box in my drawer above my desk, like just ready to go at all times. Yeah. And when I watch, when I watch TV, I always need a snack or something. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I'm like, maybe pretzels might be better, yeah. but I'll still eat them all. Well, that's because I have, that's why I have to bag them up. If they're unsalted, I won't feel as bad about it. Okay, so we can look for some at the store. We can get you some unsalted pretzels, and then we can ration them. Stop I'm not a small child. You are not rationing my pretzels. I just want you to be healthy, Mark. I want you to make good decisions. Rationing. I just want you to make good decisions. Okay. Am I am I a bad wife for wanting you to make good decisions? No, nope, we're not going to do that. What? what? Not, I'm not, asking questions. Not, we're not going to shortchange I'm, the whole explanation with with that small. I'm just small I'm snippet. trying to be a good wife who's concerned about your stomach and uh, about your health. That and snippet, you are just not really appreciating has nothing about to do with my concern. Mark, you just I don't I don't understand why you don't want to do better. You don't want me to help you. I want do both of those things, but I don't want you to do is ration my pretzels. I feel like both of those things can be true. But I just feel like what what's the solution? <laughs> both then? of those things can be true. You know what? We can discuss further what a, a possible solution <laughs> would be to this crisis that we're having. Because That's it's it's clear that you need some assistance, and I'm trying to help you. All right. But you're not receiving my help. Okay. And it hurts. But it's fine. I do love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you too. Word. Word. All right. So that's it for Love It or Lose It. Uh, that's our last one for season one. Uh, season one. Love so if you guys have suggestions about Love It or Lose It for uh, next season, Shoot them to our inbox, uh, all of no fear pcast at gmail.com. You can also um, DM us on the Instagrams, Instagrams. and uh, private message us on Facebook on our um, pages, all of no fear podcast. So, yeah, Word. that's what's up. Um, so, we're gonna move on to our main topic. Yes, do Mark, do you want to take it away? Take uh, it away. Um, so take it away. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of wanted to reach this topic Hater. talking about. How our insecurities kind of sometimes pause our dreams or pause what we want to do mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, and insecurities for different things. Like, um, I was thinking about it in terms of even for this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, um, people who listen probably hear it, um, but I've had a speech impediment for a long time. Okay. Um, and how I talk now is a lot better than I used to talk before. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so, like, um, and I don't think I realized how much of a speech impediment I had. It was, I think it was at the worst when I found out, and that was in high school. And that was because there was an assignment and someone recorded the assignment. And I remember someone playing the re- assignment. It was, it was like, we were supposed to act like we were on a TV show. Mm-hmm. And someone recorded the assignment, and I remember hearing it, and I was like, "That sound like that? <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's how I funny. sound. Mm-hmm. That's how I sound. That's that is that is appalling." <laughs> so, what I um, so I remember like I having to like figure out how to work on the way I speak, and I think one of those things that I did when co- in college was I started to do spoken word poetry. Mm-hmm. Po- poetry into spoken word mm-hmm. um and i used to do that because what i realized is 
the problem that I have is I'm, my thoughts are constantly running through my mind, mm-hmm. and because of that, I'm trying. I'm constantly trying. I'm constantly thinking about what I'm saying next, mm-hmm. but not focusing on what I'm saying now. Mm-hmm. Right. So, because I'm constantly thinking about what I'm saying next, I'm not focusing on what I'm saying now. My words just seem rushed mm-hmm. as I'm trying to think about what to say next. Mm-hmm. If I'm thinking and talking the same time, mm-hmm. so. Spoken word helped out because now I already wrote it down. I already have a planned thing of what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So now I can just focus on how to say it mm-hmm. instead of thinking about what to say. That makes sense. So that's the reason why I, my, my, um, and people always say that my persona as a spoken word artist is different than me as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that reason, because me as a spoken word artist is me focused on what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. and talking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, me talking regular is I'm not really focused mm-hmm. <laughs> on playing everything. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I guess I, I created the stage name in the first place mm-hmm. so that it can be separate mm-hmm. and everything. Okay. Um, but I think that kind of that play kind of plays into a lot of different things. Like, um, I'm also a teacher, and mm-hmm. like, like I've 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 had to like push myself outside of my comfort zone consistently, mm-hmm. and to and I had to put myself in positions to make myself talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that I can form it and do better cuz mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've like I said I believe I've gotten a lot better mm-hmm. with how I sp- how I've spoken as mm-hmm. I move forward. I've gotten a lot better in my spoken word. I've I've gotten a lot better at it, mm-hmm. but it's constantly working. That's why I, I usually don't get offended when someone says they can't hear me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually don't get offended when someone says you're talking too fast. I'm like, okay, so let me just work on this. Mm-hmm. It's something I'm actually actively working on. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like when I, it, sometimes even when I hear the podcast, I'm like, oh, I, I see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking too fast here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if people can hear me gotcha. or understand what I'm saying. Right. So it's. It becomes an issue, so I have to. Fi- I had to figure out how to like work on these insecurities so it won't push back my dream. Because like I think when I was in college, I wanted to do spoken word poetry, mm. and I was like, I can't. I'm not gonna let this hurt me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I used to go to open mics and everything. I featured a few times out mm. of it, and I was able to push past that mm-hmm. to do that. Um, the other insecurities that I had was um, when it came down to graphic design. Mm-hmm. So, as you as we said before, we have a business called the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing. Yes, you hear about it every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it started off as me just doing graphic design. Um, and I started doing graphic design, I guess, in '08 around that time. Mm-hmm. And how I started in graphic design was I used to work at FedEx Kinkos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you know it was a long time ago because you use the word Kinkos. Yeah, no, but no, pe- most people have no idea what Kinkos is. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked at FedEx Kinkos, and at FedEx Kinkos. I used to, I, I came in just doing one thing, just helping out with that. And there was someone who was there. His name was Delon Silver. And he Shout out to Delon. We haven't seen yeah, Delon in forever. I haven't, seen him, I haven't seen him that long. But he, he was far, far away. Yeah. He used to teach me on how to use Photoshop from that point on. And I used to be like, okay, and like do a thing. So, like, all, so from that point on, everything I've learned was from like trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized like a lot of things I learned it's been trial and error. So when trial and error, I learned Photoshop. I learned InDesign. I learned Illustrator. I learned how to use Adobe Premiere. I learned how to create websites. Like all these things I've learned from this trial and error 
oh, this work, oh, this doesn't work. Talking to people, doing things in real world. So, like, a lot of times, I used to just be doing things to get experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, like, the real experience I was doing at Kinko's was doing it for people, like, oh, you wanted this? Okay, you want this? You want, like, just actively trying to figure things out and trying to figure it out different ways. And that's how I learned all my graphic design knowledge just from mm-hmm. just doing that. Okay. Um, the same thing plays into I'm a job readiness instructor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always ha- like so when I even when I got this job as a job readiness instructor, I remember um, I applied for the job because I was like it would be a good idea to know how to teach. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they hired when they hired me, there was like okay, you're gonna start, and then I had a week to like put everything together before I got into the plan. So mm-hmm. like for that week, I was like out here researching how to do lesson plans. You having a nervous breakdown? I was wilding. I was like, dude, you gotta like, relax. You're gonna give yourself. I was a heart like check. trying to how to do lesson plans, how to like lay things out and everything. I'm pretty sure like the first few classes they were kind of trash. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'll be, be perfect. I was you. The first few classes they were about to be trash. I'm sure they learned something because I because it was a lot of like, oh, we should do. The, oh, that's not how it works. That's not okay. That that didn't work out. <laughs> Let's was, try that something else. Right. So I was I was I was kind of a raggedy teacher, but I was hey, I was already so hard on yourself, but. But you were you were you were in progress. You but were learning. I, I constantly, I w- like my drive to constantly learn and how to do things and constantly learn how to do things. It was it was a fight to figure it out <laughs> mm-hmm. and everything. And I think, I think with all, all that being said, is sometimes because I didn't this this wasn't a formal things I learned from formal training. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have insecurities about doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, okay, that's, that's, that's real. Saying. That's real. Sometimes I'm like I feel like people want to figure me out. I don't know if you, if um, anybody's ever had that problem where you you're at a job and you're like, people are gonna figure out that I'm stupid. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. <laughs> people gonna figure out that I don't know what I'm doing. Like one of these days they're gonna catch on. <laughs> I, I'm in front this whole time. Yeah, but um, but like it's because like I'm I'm constantly trying to figure out um how to do certain things and trying to constantly learning that like. I have insecurities that like maybe I'm not doing it right because mm-hmm. it wasn't like a teacher led class. It's been me just figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Like some stuff of course like and like and little things like even with websites, oh I don't wanna do this, let me try to YouTube, try to research, try to mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and anybody who's ever been in the classroom understands that sometimes there's like little things in a classroom you might learn mm-hmm. that you might know that you sometimes you won't know how to navigate well. So like sometimes I feel like I'm missing something. Okay. And that and that that insecurity kind of hurts me. But like I we we have a whole business of marketing. Yes, <laughs> on me like this on just my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, my exp- when I was when you we saying when to start a business, I was researching on how to start a business and mm-hmm. I was researching all the stuff. So now I know how to do it. So mm-hmm. now I'm trying to pass that knowledge on. Right. So it's just it's just been a lot of trial and error, like my whole life. <laughs> all my life, I had to fight. All my life, I had trial and error. So I <laughs> 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 and um. I just wanted to know, like, um, I guess for you, like, um, is there any insecurities you feel like kind of plague? Mark, I be telling all my business to y'all. Um, so before <laughs> I start, I wanted to comment on something you said. So I remember when we first started dating. I guess I've always been able to hear what you say. I don't know why. My ears just like, it's Jesus. Hey, hi, Bashan. Come on, somebody. Hey! Oh God! Okay. Hey. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> do you have to be the way you are? You can't can't say hey like that. When do you do you have to be like that? But can you say Jesus and not hey? Can you not? <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely can. I've said Jesus a number of times and I've never done that. Um, 
I just I just don't understand why you had to do that in that moment. I wasn't prepared. Um, but what I wanted to say was I feel like I've never had a trouble had trouble understanding what you're saying. But I remember like when we first started dating, like you would say stuff and people would be like, You understood what he said? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I did. Like to me, like and I feel like I don't think you ever said out loud to me that you felt like you had a speech impediment until we were like a couple months into dating. I was like, Really? I don't feel that way. But like when I listen to you talking now, it's different from before. And so I just wanted to say that, you know, I really applaud you for making efforts to address the issue. And, you know, I think you've come a long way because I feel like you do a lot. I feel like you're really hard on yourself now. And you're like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm like, Mark, it just it's fine. It's fine. Um, but I, I really appreciate the fact that you've, like, made the strides to, like, do open mics and to do stuff like this to, like, force yourself to um, – to um get better at speaking clearly um i guess i guess something you said you know kind of made sense to me about why you do not like to be put on the spot to speak you'd be like uh -uh, i didn't have time to think this through (laughs) i didn't have time to figure out what i'm supposed to say so like now i kind of understand like the like i hate being put on the spot too but i'm just kind of like all right i'm gonna wing it but now i I think i have a clearer understanding of why i'm gonna wing it is not your thought process at all you're like oh my god i'm about to just make a mess of this because i haven't had time to think about what to say so i actually learned something just now from what you said yeah because i feel if i don't i don't figure out what i'm going to say it's going to sound crazy and jumble and like and it and the problem is is like how i hear myself is not the same thing that how everybody else hears it mm-hmm. i hear myself i feel like i'm talking normal mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I don't, I'm not talking fast mm. and everything. But when I replay it back, I'm like, okay, that's that's how I sound. It's not, okay. it's not what I think I sound right, like. Right. And I appreciate that you can be objective because to me, I'm I'm used to how you talk, so it doesn't, it is, it's not weird to me. It's just what I'm used to. So I appreciate that you can be objective with yourself and be like, hey, uh, maybe I gotta address this because I'm not gonna help you. <laughs> I'm just being honest, not because I I don't care about it, but to me, I'm just like I'm just used to the way you talk. So to me, it, it's not wrong there's nothing wrong with it so i can't i can't really be a helpful like if i obviously hear something that's like jarring then i'll be like hey whoa but like what you might what i might think is completely normal you might hear and be like oh i probably need to work on that the reason why i think it um it affects me more and i feel as if like i'm trying to change it is because of the things i'm trying to do with it Mm -hmm. because of things like doing spoken word poetry like i want people to hear like it makes no sense to write something and people can't hear it right for me Okay, I understand. Of course, like, that makes not, sense. Not, not every, of course, not every poem is spoken word. Right. I understand that part. But like sometimes when I write something and I want someone to hear it, if I'm doing it and no one's really understanding Standing. what I'm saying, yeah, I feel like I'm like, what, what am I doing it for? Gotcha. So like that's why I've constantly had to work on that. Okay. And like so I would have to work on like cadence and everything like that on how I say things. And I've I've kind of like had to create something mm-hmm. based off that okay i like it i like it self-improvement 101 mm-hmm. um so me insecurities um one i can think of is not feeling smart enough okay um and you know i've done some thinking over the years and i think i've come to the conclusion about why i feel that way like when i come into something I feel like I have to get it immediately. And if I don't get it immediately, I feel like everyone thinks I'm stupid. So I think I have that same, like, 
imposter syndrome like people are like you're so smart and then I'm like they don't really know how dumb I am but they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna catch on to how slow I am very soon and so it's like I feel like it stems from growing up in Barbados shout out to the 246 best country on earth ask about us google us it's out there um in the islands because I know they do it in all of them and in a lot of the African countries when you go to school you are ranked in your class from first to how many ever are in the class every term. So I grew up in a household where education was super important. Like my grandfather started teaching me when I was like two or three. So when I went to school, I already knew like how to say my name, count the alphabet, the whole shebang. So when I was in school, it was a competition, not a competition, but it was like between me and like four other girls for the top five spots in class. So first, second, third, fourth, fifth. It was always me, Rhea, Crystal, Renata, and another girl. I think her name is Keisha. We always kept going back and forth between who was going to be first, second, third, or third, fourth, or fifth every term. And I feel like at age six or seven, I shouldn't have been that anxious about like ranking, but I was. And so I felt like if I ever did anything below, I think the first time I ever got below like fifth was when I was in like secondary school. And the school I went to in Barbados was like, well, not was, is the top school in the island. Queens College, Fiat Lux, Furter Lux, ask about us, do your Googles. Best school in Barbados. Don't care what anybody else has to say. These are the facts. Fight me. Um, I have no say. I'm just saying, because the people from them <laughs> other schools be trying to tell you that it's popping. It's not. Um, so the first that school was like the school for like all the smart kids in the island. Like I was part of the smart kids at my school. For the other, like, elementary schools that they had, there was a bunch of other smart kids. All They all went there, basically. So the first time I came in, like, I think 13th or something like that in class, which wasn't terrible considering my competition, but I was like, double digits? I must really be dumb. And I think that really affected me. And, like, after a while I stopped really, like, doing as well in school because I was like, I'm in the double digits. This is just unacceptable. I must be some type of idiot. And I think... For the longest time, I, I've kind of walked around with this pressure to kind of be the best or to at least seem like the best or like I know everything. Because if not, like somebody's going to figure out that I'm stupid. And like I I don't think inherently I'm stupid, but I feel I get very upset with myself when I don't get something the first time someone tells it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. Because there are many things that I get the first time I'm told or the first time I see it. So when something comes up and I don't get it the first time, I feel like very, very like self-conscious about it. Um, I think that ties into like one of my insecurities regarding like singing. Um, I think I have a gift. I think I'm good at it. But because I'm not like classically trained, I guess, I'm not a musician, so to speak. Um, I feel like a little insecure about it sometimes because I'm like, uh, like one of the things I know that I can't do very well is like harmonize when it comes to finding like the middle note. Like I know what the soprano note is for a song. I can find the tenor note, whatever that middle note is for the altos. It's hard for me to find sometimes. Um, There's some songs I can find it really easily and other songs that I can't. And so I get very insecure around other singers. Like shout out to my homegirl, Tiffany. Um, shout out to Take in general. We sang today, which is, you know, Sunday. Um, Tiffany, Ayana, Alicia, shout outs to y'all. Um, y'all beastie. 
Um, but like Tiffany is a classically trained singer. And so Tiffany, Tiffany can sing all the parts. Everyone. She can, <laughs> she, she's amazing at it. Me, I'm just like, I know this part and that part. I don't know what's happening in here. And I feel very insecure as a singer about it. So even when people compliment me, I just be like, mm, I'm kind of trash though because I can't figure this part out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel very like under underprepared, I guess, in some ways when it comes to singing. And so like when people always talk about, oh, you should do this and you should record an album. You should do I'm like, no, I feel like I don't I don't have it yet. Like, I, I got, like, the basic parts down, but I, I don't have it yet. So I, I don't feel like I can go out there and do anything. And I'm, like, I'm also very highly critical of myself. So, like, I lis- I hate listening to recordings of myself saying I can't stand it. And I know that I should listen so that I can, like, figure out, like, what I can work on and stuff like that. But, like, I'm so uncomfortable about it, like, a lot of the times. And, you know, it's it's one of the things that I know I have to do in this life. Like, that's one of the things I'm put on earth to do. But I, it, it's also a point of, of great insecurity at times for me. Yeah, I, I, I number one, you're a phenomenal singer. I don't, I, I know, you, okay. you really are a phenomenal singer. Okay. I, I remember thank, thank for you. the first time I heard you sing. I know you were a phenomenal singer. Thank you. I appreciate um, everybody that. knows like you're a phenomenal singer. So that's that's number one. Okay. Thank you. Um, I number two, that. I have to tell myself this too, and it's a it's a cliche line because people have heard it said it many times, mm-hmm. but it's true. That God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. Yeah, 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 sure. I, I know, like <laughs> it, 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 it's a very, it's a very like cliche line. Uh huh. But like that, that, that's that's why I had to like tell myself mm-hmm. even with the graphic design. Yeah. Because like I was not equipped with any of that. Mm-hmm. But I've I've, if it's been gi- given to me regardless of what I was I was equipped right. with. Right. And I, I was called to do it and just figured out. Right. How to make that apply, right. even though I wasn't equipped with it, mm. trained mm. by by the standards. I, don't, it's, I, I have zero degree in graphic design. Yeah. So like, I think that um that plays into the same thing. I think you are, even though you weren't classically trained, you do have a di- you have a different style. That do you have a lot of things that a lot of people can't do who are. Which I'm like okay. I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 have, you have a tone, you have a way of doing things that a lot of people cannot do that can only come from a gift that you, you can do. Now, of course, you, if you want to train more, you can always do that and everything, but yes. you, you have to just go forth and just yeah. do it. I, I think it's just the making the time to do it and like just being comfortable with not with, with knowing that I don't know and not feeling not feeling so pressured like, because I don't know something, people yeah. think yeah. I'm stupid. I mean, if you think I'm stupid, you think I'm stupid. It's fine. Um, I guess that's just going to have to be what it is. But it's also like I realize that logically it's unrealistic that I know everything because nobody knows everything. Yeah, There's I, always opportunity to learn and to grow and to, you know, do whatever. Which what's also I think plays into like when we um when we do dances, when we do other things outside of that comfort zone, like you feel crazy if you don't get it the first time. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like everybody gets it. I'm just standing there, like I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> but that doesn't, I'm mean, super that, that doesn't mean you can't do it. It's just it's just harder. It's just hard because there's a lot of things in my life that I know I've never had to try at. Yeah, like I can just do them, and I think having to try at something really hard is like it, it gives you the opportunity for failure. Yeah, and it stresses me out because I'm just like, again, I feel like that whole growing up with that level of anxiety just 
it it didn't it didn't disappear. Yeah. It just kind of just you know got bigger. It's, it's like we, as it's like, an adult, it's like playing the piano and everything keyboard. And I, I feel like it's it's I think it's like me with the guitar because mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I like I keep wanting to train, but I mm-hmm. feel as if like I think I know how much how many steps it's going to take, mm-hmm. and it's it's stressful to think yeah. about how much work it's going to take. Yeah, to yeah. and for it to like to not know how successful I will how good it will work. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's the thing, like, you know, my my discomfort or, like, you know, feeling like I don't know stuff has kind of prevented me from really going hard with, like, singing the way I want to. Um, and I kind of feel like I, I use other things I'm good at to kind of circumnavigate having to go do that. Um, but I, I feel like it's kind of getting to the point where I, I have to try. Yeah. I can't just keep like doing, like acting like I don't have to do. Yeah, guys, guys, gonna keep playing. Hey, ma'am. Hello, ma'am. hello, <laughs> hello. Is this thing ma'am. on? Is this ma'am. thing on? Hello, hello. So yeah, I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be that girl. I got to do better. Yeah. Is there is there anything else? Um, I just think uh, my other probably my other uh, insecurity is just my gain the weight I've gained over the years. Okay. Um, because I also feel like. If I want to go out there and like be a singer or whatever, like I feel like I would like to look better while doing it. Okay. Because I feel like you know pictures pictures last a long time and people love to put things on the socials, and I I don't particularly think I would want my current self to be like out there like for public consumption, like in a way that I can't control, like in the in an event of like you know a photographer or somebody taking a picture of something happening. Um, and I think, I I think I just, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Like, I know that anything related to, you know, entertainment is very, like, image-based. Like, you can have all the talent in the world, and that's completely fine, but there's also an image portion to it. And I don't feel like I'm, physically in the place where I'm comfortable with the image of me being out there as a singer or whatever the case is. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's a, the, an accurate representation of how I see myself, okay. I guess. Um, Cause don't get me wrong. There's, there's, there's girls out here that are obviously bigger than me that, you know, are singing down and doing the things, but I just feel like my, my current physical aesthetic is not how I see myself. Or how I would like for myself to be presented for mass it's consumption. A, it's affecting you. Yes. Yes. Like I like I feel like sometimes I'm uncomfortable with like letting loose all the way because I'm in my mind like if I do that, then you know this you know you're gonna get some arm jiggle or whatever whatever. Like those are the types of things that I think about while I'm also supposed to be focusing on like singing a song. So I just feel like if I could kind of get that part together. I could focus more on actual singing and not worrying so much about like how I look. Um, and that's why I, I really started earnestly doing this. Um, uh, uh, my fitness pal thing and uh, keeping track of my, they're not a sponsor. FYI. No, they're not. They're not, but they can they're, be, they're, they're they not can pay, be, they're not paying us. If any of y'all know anything about them, <laughs> um, if y'all got to connect for a sponsor, let us know. We would love to chat with them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it really has helped me in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've seen some progress. I've lost a little bit of weight. 
not a whole lot, like two, three pounds, which is, you know, a, 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 a step, excuse me, in the right direction. But um, I feel like once I get more comfortable with myself physically and I can kind of dress the way I want to dress, I, I, I think it'll make a difference in my ability to go forward and be a singer of some sort. And I'm not looking to be like no, like, you know, big name, nothing like that. Like, I just know that I I, I want to be comfortable with the image of me that's out there in that. Um, you, 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 in that realm. you personally don't like your image, I guess. I do not. Okay. I think you're beautiful. Oh, well, thanks, babe. Um, thank you. I'll tell you that. I feel like you're supposed to say that, but thank you. But do I? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Yes. Um. Huh. And um, I I I guess I I hope hopefully I I exude that hopefully you know that or I yes I know that okay I know that all right but and but I I can't do anything about your image of yourself right like it's, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything about yeah. that like there's that's, like I, that, that's what I'm trying to say and don't get me wrong I don't think I'm ugly I don't think that at all I think I'm quite cute I just think I'm a little fluffier than I would like to be mm-hmm. and. You know, because I used to be small. I used to be small. I used to be able to go in stores and just buy clothes without putting them on. Like, I was just like, oh, this is going to work. I can no longer do that. And I have to try things on. And, you know, uh, I'm consider- I'm what's considered apple-shaped. So all my weight is, like, in my midsection. So, like, there are some things I just, just it just is not going to happen. So I feel like... I don't, I don't for think, me to feel more I don't like think quote unquote my go, mean the same thing anyway. I but go ahead. But I, no, 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 no. I get it. I just feel like for me, I'm not comfortable with the weight that I'm at. Okay. Personally, I mean, and not just for vanity reasons, but also like health reasons. Like it's it's bad for me to be at the weight that I'm at for health reasons. I want to live for a long time. I want to see grandkids and all that jazz. So I need to like turn it around like now. And so um, I. I just feel like I need to kind of work on that before I, I put myself out there. I would feel more comfortable putting myself out there when I feel more comfortable with the way I look. Like I said, I don't think I'm ugly. I think I'm quite quite pretty, as a matter of fact. I've got I've seen myself, and I'm just like, hey, girl, come through, push through. But I just feel like, you know, not 100% comfortable in my skin, and I would like to get there. Okay. That's that's where I'm at on that. And I, I, on, on that note, I, I've told you my I feel like my body type is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you before. I feel as if, like my body type is just weird. I I have broad shoulders. My arms are like kind of medium size, and my gut and and I have like a gut. It's weird. It, my body is shape. My shape. My body shape is weird. Yeah. I think I look. Like, I think I look like an alien. But I still love you. I look like a look like an alien. That's fine. And I need to figure it out why I look like an alien. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel as if I feel as if like. All my fat is in my stomach, like all of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's nowhere else. It's not my arms. <laughs> it's not my shoulders. It's not my legs. It's all in my stomach. Yeah. You got to figure there. out. You got to figure out what that's about. It's, it's weird. And I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta talk to a <laughs> professional about that because I don't, I don't, have I don't understand why that's that's what my life is. Like, it's really true. It's like, that's how you can tell that you're gaining weight. It's, it's, like, it's all condensed there. It's all condensed right there. It's like, oh, that shirt doesn't want a button. Okay. You're gaining weight. You're yeah. getting weight. You like you can't find it anywhere else. It's just right. Everything else, right there. Everything else be the same, be the same size, but my stomach. Yeah, you got, you got, you got to talk to your PCP. <laughs> got to figure out. We got to get you on a diet or something. You got to figure it just, out. It just be my stomach. That's it. Because the thing is, I feel like you eat healthier than me too. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. 
don't know what's happening, bro. Yeah, but you know, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, and we're just great. And you know, we're just we're gonna figure it out. Word. We're gonna figure it out. Um, thank you for listening to our honest critiques of ourselves. Um, we hope that you uh, will kind of take a moment and be introspective about your own stuff and figure out ways to like work around it because uh, life is too short to be uh, paralyzed by yeah. insecurities. Don't let it stop your dream. Yes, don't let it stop your dream. Everybody's got insecurities, even your faves, even B, Re, Nikki, all of them, they got insecurities. Um, they just have more money than we do to fix it. Word. So, because <laughs> if I had a little coin, whoop! Liposuction. Brazilian butt lift. In that order. But insurance doesn't in cover that. that. In, in that, that order. order. In, in that, that order. Hey, hey, oh. in that order. <laughs> but insurance does not cover that. So, I guess I'm going to have to go about uh, getting also, myself together also, the old fashioned way. Also, don't do that. I mean, okay, I make a lot of jokes, but let's be serious. I'm afraid of surgery. Like, I was, I was having a panic attack when I had to have, like, 15 minutes of uh, anesthesia for endoscopy. I'm, I'm not set up for, for <laughs> surgery. I'm, I'm a liar. Like, as much as I'm like, yeah, it's super cool, I wouldn't, I don't want to do it. Have you ever seen them people cut into them people to do liposuctions? They be cutting them like they're a pig. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I see why people's body be hurting so much after, because they just be in there like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like. <laughs> what sound effects? If what you ever, sound if, listen, it's my best impression of what happens when they, like, are sucking the fat out of somebody. Okay? That's what it looks like. Okay. Okay? It's, that's the sound I imagine in my head. It looks it looks painful. Would not recommend. But, you know, kudos to the people who go ahead and do it. Like, I, be blessed. Couldn't Word. be me. Can't do it. Okay. Um, How could not? But, um, yeah, if you have any um, topics for suggestion for the upcoming season, please let yep, us know. Yep. We'll put it, make sure you put it on, and we'll try to put it on the docket for next time. Yes, 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 yes. We'll have right. some time to think about it and, and, and really give you some good quality content as a result. Content or questions. Word's a big bird. Word. So, our artist spotlight is... Some, just two people from the BLM LLC. Their names are that's fine. Kristen KB Bennett. That's fine. And Mark Metapoetic. <laughs> I'm like, what is this intro you doing right now, bro? <laughs> but they are, um, they are great people. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Popping. Want to do your um, intro yourself? So yes, uh, this is me, KB. Um, I'm out here in the streets. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. You asked me to introduce some, myself. Some 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 background, maybe some background about singing. About, about singing. Which. So um, I sing. I am a soprano. Uh, I have been singing since I was like a child, like in church choirs. But like you know, when you're like a kid, you don't really know if you can sing or not. You got that cute little he knows my name little kid <laughs> voice. Like so, <laughs> no. No. Well, there was all kids sing that song. Like I'm, it, I'm, I'm convinced. It's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, <laughs> but you know, when I was a little kid, I had that little kid voice. I think I probably figured out that I actually had like a voice voice when I was like 11 or 12. I was singing along to like a Tony Braxton song. Um, on T that was the video was on TV, and I was singing along, and I kind of heard myself and was like, "Ma, that's uh, it's better than I expected." And I kind of kept doing it. And then um, this, this also probably ties into my insecurities. Um, I was trying to sing Whitney Houston songs at 11 and was upset with myself that I couldn't do it quite like she could. <laughs> Which, you know, in retrospect, very stupid. Very stupid. Um, but um, 
I think around like 11, 12 was when I really started like playing around with vocal stuff and like singing more. Um, I think there came a point when I was a teenager where chicks was hating because they couldn't sing like me. And I was like, I felt like uncomfortable doing it. Um, but those chicks still still can't sing and I can. And what about it? So maybe that wasn't nice, but I meant it. Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, clapping, clapping at the middle schoolers. <laughs> clap at, clap at school. It was high school, to be fair, but whatever. Um, and I don't know clap if, back in the high school, son. I don't clap know if them, I don't know if they can't sing. High schoolers. I, I shouldn't say that, but I don't. <laughs> you know I don't. I don't recall their vocals being that great back then. Um, <laughs> That's maybe they've improved. Who knows? But I don't recall them being that great back but then. They could have had a coach. They could have. Um, so then I, you know, sang in church for a while. Uh, then I went to college. Um, I would like sing in my room with my friends. Shouts to Sarvi and Tara. We make a great trio. We never had a name, but we're popping. Oh, we do have a name. YPFG. Yo, fly popping joints. That's that was our name. What's happening? <laughs> YPFJ. I forgot about that. Shout out to Tara and Sarvi and um, what's his name? Oh my God, Johan. Yes, yo yo. Shout outs. Shout outs. Um, yo yo was the Y. I'm trying to remember which one I was. Was I popping or was I flat? I don't know which one I was. I was one of them. But we, Yo-Yo used to play the guitar yeah, and we would sing along. Joints. Yo, yo popping flat joints. Um, wow. What's happening? That's a, I forgot all <laughs> what about is, that. What is yo. Happening? That's wild. We got to get back together. It was a great time. Okay. Um, yeah, Yo-Yo used to play the guitar and then we would we would sing. That is that is quite hilarious. It's super random. I forgot all about that until just now. Um, so, um, Sarvi, who... You know, coincidentally, introduced me to Mark. Also, um, invited me to come to Hashtag Gospel Ensemble. And then I started singing with them. Then I started going to um, my you, current church. You used to sing at the um, the games also. Yes, I used to sing the national anthem at the Hashtag, like, basketball games, like, and football and lacrosse, like, the games, um, way back when. Um, ooh, way back when. Um, and I've done, like, singing here and there all over the place. I can't think of all the places I've done it, honestly. It's been... I, I go where the people call me. Um, so I've been, like, all over the place. I've been to, like, you know, Crest Hollow Country Club. I've been to, you know, like, community centers. I've been all over the place, like, where people ask me to come and do stuff. Um, most of my singing now currently happens um, at church. I kind of took a, a almost two-year hiatus. Um, once I was pregnant, I was like, well, that's enough of that. Because um, coming to stuff, like, I was hot. Like, I was doing a lot of sweating. Like, it just, it was just taxing. To try to breathe and sing with the human growing inside of me at the same time. So um, I I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. Um, but I'm back to doing that now. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah. You, you, you feature at a few open mics also. Yes, I featured at I, I I really honestly cannot think of all the things that I have done. <laughs> I just know that I'd be out here in these streets. And I currently sing with um, my church's um, adult choir. And I sing with Take that I mentioned earlier. Shout to them. Word. Word. So, uh, yeah. Um, do you want me to sing right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't say that. I thought you were going to enjoy yourself, and then we were going to go. So, um. <laughs> we can break it up this way. So uh, I guess I'll give you guys a little ditty. Um, hopefully it goes well. I will preface this by saying that I sang all day today. And so my vocals may not be the strongest. I'm just being honest. I don't want to lie to the people in case it goes badly. And they're it's, like, it's going to go fantastic. <sighs> That's it's fine. going to go fantastic. All right. So let's try. Let's give it a go. 
Um, I'm going to lift one up for the good sis, Chrisette Michelle. We got to uncancel her. <laughs> um, and I like the song a lot um, from her. And uh, I'll see how much of it I feel like doing. I'll see how I feel as it, as it goes along. All right. Um, this one's called Blame It On Me. Sometimes you can work it out. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes you're forced to watch everything fall apart. It's out of your hands. Sometimes leaving is easy. And sometimes it ain't. Sometimes it hurts to know the loving you had is slowly fading away. You can say whatever you like As long as we just say goodbye Blame it on me Say it's my fault Say that I left you outside in the cold with a broken heart I really don't care I ain't crying no more Say I'm a liar, a cheater Say anything that you want As long as it's over Diddy 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 Diddy, hopefully that went well Diddy Clap it, clap it, clap it, clap it Thank Diddy. You. Thank you. Diddy. Diddy. <laughs> Not like Diddy. Like Diddy Bop, but Ditty. D-I-T-T-Y. That's right. A Ditty. Look it up. All right. So, hello. Hey. My name is Mark Bennett. Um, my stage name is Metapoetic. 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 Um, Metapoetic. I've been. Hey. Hey. Listen, we're going to keep this fair <laughs> over here on this podcast. If you're going to do the most, I'm also going to do the most. That's right. How about that? I've been writing poems since I guess oh two. Okay. Um and I've been doing spoken word since oh four. Okay. Um started at um with a group called Spark One. Yes. Um I think it's one stands for One Nation Eternal, mm-hmm. O Um at Hampton University. It was a group. They were an unrecognized organization? They were not they were definitely an unrecognized organization. Um, I don't know. There used to be police officers in our <laughs> coming and seeing what we're doing. I guess they thought we were gonna start a revolution. Do you want a revolution? Whoop whoop. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help they it. They thought we were gonna start a revolution. I guess on uh, university. A campus. holy revolution. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna stop. No, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get clarity for the people. But um, it, it was it was a good group. I feel like because of Spark One, I have like I'm very poet bougie because there were phenomenal poets there. They are. I've heard a few of them. They pop in. There were there were a lot of phenomenal poets that came out of that group. Um, three notable ones that have like stuff out there, or four actually, that have stuff out there is um, Ayo, Ayo Morton, Ashley Lumpkin, Ashley, um, and Erica Buddington, mm-hmm. uh, which is, her name is River, and then um, Ronald Preston Clark. Like they all like big names. They've like they've. Some of them have been on slam teams. They've been, like they've they've been big things, and they've all been like around my class at spoke um, at Spark One. Um, and then after I left college, I used to do open mics around um, the area. I featured a few places. 
Um, I joined a few groups. Uh, so I joined a group. It was a lot of different ones. It mm-hmm. was all different ones. All right, so. Including I the jo- one we won't speak of. No, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about all of them. <laughs> uh, first, I joined something called Verge. Mm-hmm. And it was a weird group. Um, but it was like a bunch of poets, and like I guess they wanted to make a coalition. Yeah, their open mics were popping, though. Yeah, they, they, had, they had great open mics. And then I joined something called Poem Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I'll just say it was interesting. That was the time? It, it was... What what I did like about Poem Stars, it got me to write a lot more. Cause mm-hmm. we like we, had, we used to have meetings every week, and I used to write all the time. Mm-hmm. So like I did, I think I wrote a lot of poems at the time. Um, and then I I was also part of like a singing gospel group called Pulpit Streets. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Dalton. Um, he was on the podcast before. He used to be part of the group with with me. Yeah, Dalton sings down. By the way, yeah. He just needs to stop pretending like he can't. Yes. Are we talking friend. to you, Dalton? I know you're listening. I know you're listening. So we're talking get to your you, life, Dalton. Friend. Sing more. Stop playing with us. Write some songs. Because you know I'm getting ready to get you on a duet, friend. Don't play. Playing games with you. Me... All right. Just yes. Just let him know. Yes. He's he, he going to be big mad that we just, <laughs> just did all that. He's like, really, guys? Really? Really? Yes, really. Uh, um, and, then, um, and then now I'm kind of just. I'm... Oh, and shout out to Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Brian. And Brian, um, and I guess David. Shouts to David. Yeah, and then um, and then like I uh, and then for a while I was doing that, and then I was doing I was I used to at one point I was going to open mics a lot, I was trying to go a lot and everything, doing features and stuff like that. I've stopped for a while. I haven't I haven't done anything in a while. Um, I I I after my oh shout out to Matt and Terry second Saturdays at Cyrus yes, in Bayshore. Yes. We used to hit that really hard for yeah, a while. Yeah, I used to go there doing poems mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, I think after my daughter was born, I haven't really written poems like that. Yeah. I think I stopped for a while ever since then. I'm trying to get back into it now, um, start writing again. But I, I really stopped for a while. Um, I started the book. I, um, it, most of it done. Like, I would say 90, 95% of it done. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get that through. Um, and I, I enjoy writing. Um, like I said before, I count it as my second persona. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy writing about. I try to write about things as much as I can about things that I feel as if people don't talk about as much. Um, I, I think that's kind of because like I realize there's certain topics that people always talk about, and like I'm trying to like talk about w- in different ways. Um, I try to. I think everything should be. Can, I think everything can be criticized. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I I tend to criticize. I tend to criticize the things that I am a part of most more than anything so i criticize poets i criticize other poets i criticize christians <laughs> <laughs> i criticize black people <laughs> i criticize men i criticize every group i'm a part of <laughs> okay that's that seems like a logical <laughs> series of events i know but like a lot of times like I I, I I i try not to do so much of criticizing groups i'm not a part of right and stay everything. in your lane I, I i i because i understand my experience i try to i criticize um things of groups that i'm a part of mostly all right um the poem that i'm going to read i I guess is um i think i wrote this poem when i was going to do a slam about and um i think one of the topics will speak about gentrification Mm -hmm. i didn't make it that far but i wrote (laughs) this poem (laughs) oh yeah i remember that Mm -hmm. yeah 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 
Um, and it was about mm-hmm. that. Anyway, it was just my thoughts when I th- when I was um, doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have a name for this one. I might have had one, but I'll, I'll be honest. A lot of my poems, I don't be having names like that. <laughs> okay. I, I think with the name like Matt later, like, hey, maybe this name for it. Like, I think poems should just be like poem one, poem three, <laughs> poem That's seven, fine. poem seven hundred fifty. Or, or may- maybe maybe you should have names. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying. Whatever you want to do. You know what it is? Because I feel as if I re- I'm not a poet. I'm. Yeah. T- Cause you sometimes when you when we do names sometimes you like you try like not to make it corny, okay. and I feel like it's very easy to make it corny. Mm-hmm. I would make it too deep or too big. It's, like, it's just like, I don't I don't want I don't like I don't want to make it corny. I think gotcha. that's what it is. Or make it excessive, excessively deep. It is not it's not that serious. Because mm-hmm. I think when I first started, I should make titles mad deep. It'd be like sentences. It'd be mad extra. <laughs> I mean, so like you, you, you come from an extra. You're you're part of an extra group of people. <laughs> so it's like after a while, like yeah, we we used to, we used to, we, we used to make fun of um people who were, who were actually ex- um excessively deep all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, there's no name for it. I can't think of it right now. But doing this is a poem right here. So here we go. Every time I have drawn my heart. I have ignored the tears of the 135-year-old white oak. This tree has bled from my pen, and yet I expect it to care about the metaphor I have for gentrification. It's good. You should hear it. Listen to it above the sound that may or may not happen in the woods. The trees will fall. Yet in fall, we laugh and play in their triracial children's carcasses, then wound their sides just so our children can enjoy their blood on top of waffles. I apologize. I apologize for bringing dramatics, but I understand the toil of silent screams. How it feels to have the reaction to the things that hurt, counted as falling symbols or something else that must be silence. I am force-fed reality daily. I have been called a nigger 135 times. 133 of the times have been nonverbal. I have translated interview questions and the reactions to some of my best angry Facebook posts. They are good. You should see them. Sometimes I I don't have the energy to politely explain to you why HBCUs are important. My smile will fall. Don't tell me that my reaction is over your comfort level. You rather I laugh in shackled tones while they tear down my culture. Would you be polite if you couldn't get an explanation on the body count of your children's carcasses? How are our wounds supposed to heal if we can't even react? Just because you live on my street doesn't mean you have felt its pain. I apologize. I don't want to hear how artistic and conscious you are then see you Instagram pictures of how you saved our hood with cupcake shops. I just want to scream and for you to acknowledge my tears. Yes. Yes. Come on, poet. Come on. Come on. Yes. Play the applause for yourself. Come on. Stop playing. Come on. Yes. Come on, poets. Yes. 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 Give them words. Give them words. Give them words. Give them knowledge. Help right. them do the science. We're not, we're not going to do the science. <laughs> we're not going to do the science. We're not going to do that. We're not going to have... No. No? We're not going to have them do the science? We're not going to have them do the math? No. Okay. All right. Do, no, mathematics will not happen. No STEM today. 
no, no STEM today. There, All right. There'll be no mathematics. Okay, that's fine. That was awesome. I forgot that poem. Like, I've heard you do it before, but I haven't heard it in a long time. It's really good. Thank you. I like it. And I'm not just saying that. I really, I really, I'm like, oh, come on, bars. <laughs> Put in the door. Ah, just like you did the, the Jesus or whatever it was you did before. Or, what was it, the year? Yeah. Yeah. I did not ask for a reenactment. You did wanted, not. You, you wanted to react. I didn't. I didn't. I vote no. Um, You say no. I, because that's what I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> no means no, Mark. No means no. If you say so. It, okay, that, that doesn't sound. That's it, not it, the it appropriate sounds, response. Yeah, it sounds, sounds that. What does that sound? Oh, it might be my phone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's happening? I don't know why it's making that sound, though. Oh, you know why? Okay, let me close this out. Because um, somebody's messaging me on Facebook Messenger, and I think Facebook might be open on my phone, which is, on my computer, which is why it's making that noise. You can just mute your computer. Okay. Well, I just closed it, so that's that on that. Okay. Um, yes. Um, I hope you guys liked the art that we shared with you today. Yeah. If you would like to uh, hear more, yes, you can um, email us at contact at theblm.com. Word. Word. And we will talk to you more. Yes. If you want us to come and sing or poet at your event or yes. activity, let us know. Let um, us know. We are available. I shouldn't say we are available. We may be available depending on when you'd like us to come. Because, you know, <laughs> we, we, we got a baby. We got yeah. to make arrangements. Stop trying to make us. Stop trying to have two o'clock in the afternoon events. I can't. Mm-mm. My baby <laughs> going to be asleep. So either yeah. she comes to this event and turn it up or I don't know. No, no. I'm talking two o'clock in the afternoon on like a Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all got y'all artist people got to stop having weekday things. Y'all ain't got no jobs. <laughs> I have a job that I go to from nine to five. If you're going to do it, you need to like give us some time. Yeah, so that's what Caden was talking about. He's like, people stay trying to have these events like on a Wednesday. Like, sir, I have work tomorrow. I can't be. Like, I can't be at the function, sis. Give, give us like give us like a month or something. Give right. Some, give us some time. Yeah, give me some time so I can figure some things out. Maybe take leave work early or something <laughs> so I can organize just myself. Help, help us figure it out. Because what you don't want is me running out of my job at 5 o'clock to get to your event at 6.30 to sing. I promise you it's not going to be quality content. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be trash. You're, you're not going to get the best of me. Give me the best that I got. That won't be what you get. So, yeah. That's right. I'm just being honest. I ain't got a lot. You ain't got a lot to kick, Craig. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Hope you liked it. Uh, moving on to um, other things that have happened in the world. Um, so new music this week. Uh, Wale dropped an album called Wow, That's Crazy. Um, shouts to Maul. Um, Fantasia put out an album as well. I downloaded it, but I haven't had the chance to listen to it. Um, this is the one when she, that she was promoting when she was talking about submission. Um, is the album called Submission? Let's find out. I, um, I don't think so. It's called Sketchbook. Um, and it's a nice, like, black and white sketch situation of her on the front. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I'll try to listen to it on my way to work um, and see if I like it. Um, but Fantasia be singing down, so I'm I'm ready. Um, who else came out? Casanova, Brooklyn rapper, um, came out. I don't know what it is about aggressive-sounding rappers that I enjoy quite a bit. Because there's something about Meek Mill that I also enjoy with that just, like, I'm like, why? Okay. And I, but I also like DMX, so I guess that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah like um, so, I think we were talking about it. I was talking about it before, like how um, someone mentioned it, and I heard it, like when um, Meek Mill came on the track on the Wale track. Mm-hmm. I was like, because like the rest of the album was like real smooth. Like he was talking, it was cool. He was real poeting, like the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then like Meek Mill song, you heard ah ah ah. I was like, oh, oh, all right, all right, all right. I see, I see where it's going. <laughs> This got real hype for the Meek Mill verse. 
And Big Mills is is great hype person. No, for real. And I, I think Casanova aggression is is great to listen to. Also. Yes, I I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, Little Kim came out with an album also. Little Kim also came out with the album. I I knew there was someone I was not remembering. So, ooh-cha. Um, So I was just literally Googling Casanova because I wanted to figure out what the name of the album was because I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Like oh, the first you, one. You gotta ask me. Uh, okay, the first one. What's it called? This one right now is called Behind. Behind the Scars. Behind the Scars. Okay, yeah. I couldn't. I was looking. I was trying to find the name of it. I was like, it's not called Commissary. Commissary was the one from last year. Um, so yeah, I have that downloaded, um, ready to listen to um, this week. Um, so I just Googled Casanova and apparently um, Rolling Loud is happening um, yeah. in the city. And apparently him and some other rappers were um, asked to leave by the, by the, by the, P, the, the NYPD. They said, y'all got to go. Apparently uh, Casanova, Pop Smoke, Chef G and Don Q were not allowed to perform <laughs> um, with the cops citing affiliation to recent acts of violence in the city. Um, so basically they're saying y'all acting up because... Well, we don't want y'all in here because um, some, some ish may pop off. And I don't know what these people do in the streets, but I find that very interesting that they singled out these particular people. It's interesting. To say that they can't perform at the function. Uh, Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And Neo released a, a Christmas album. I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just being honest. I don't care Christmas about album. it. Great. And uh, you know what? That's fine. I, I still don't hear about it, though. <laughs> good kudos to the good bro, um, That's right. Neil. I don't think about Neil often. Neil's a great songwriter. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shading that man at all. That man can write a song. But I I just didn't know he was still doing music. So, like, to come out with a Christmas album is super random to me. But I guess, you know, he maybe has a contractual obligation. Because I feel like when's the last time Neil put out an album? Like, Neil, um, it's been some time. Yeah. So this must be like a contractually obligated album that he put out because he got to feed his kids. And uh, that's that's fine. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm looking into this. Uh, this album last year. He did? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to that. What was what was on it? I didn't I didn't listen you know, to any you of know, it. I don't listen to radio, so I don't know any of these. Yeah. I'm like the two singles that were that came out. I've never heard of. So, um. Yeah, that must not have been a well uh, promoted uh, album. And the one before that was in 2015. Yeah, I think that's probably the last one I remember. I don't remember whatever whatever this other one was. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. So what? So what else we got? What else we got? Um. So speaking of uh, artists and um, you know, rough rapping men, um, because that's where we kind of started. Um, DMX has checked himself into rehab um, and he released a statement basically saying, you know, for the sake of his um, well-being and for, you know, you know, to be a better, you know, artist, his fans, whatever, whatever, he's going into rehab. I feel like DMX just came out of rehab, so I'm not sure he, what... He just, he just signed. I'm yeah. not sure what to play, but, like, honestly, I, I'm starting to think that maybe DMX don't need to make music no more. I think, I think maybe DMX... I, th I think he needs different friends. Something. Something different needs to happen because I'm like, what is happening? You've been, you just, I think he just came out of rehab 30 seconds ago. I'm like, to be going back again. I'm like, I mean, I appreciate that he's going to rehab and getting help instead of like sliding down um, the slippery slope of whatever his uh, personal struggles are. 
But I'm just like, dang. Like, we just talked about him getting signed and, and working on new music, and now he's going back to rehab. I'm like, mm. um, I, I, feel, I feel bad for people rolling loud only because that they said that he canceled because he was supposed to be a day two, mm-hmm. and they replaced him with Ying Yang twins because that's the same thing. Wow. That's insane. That doesn't equal at all. That's, <laughs> not that's the same super thing. random. <laughs> how does that, how'd you go from one, one to, yeah, people who are upset with that one. Yeah. I mean, if no expect, shade to the Ying Yang twins. Yeah, Secured back. But if you expect the Max, you just get Ying Yang twins. You'd be like, excuse me? Uh, I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah, I, I too would feel away. Is this the first time he checked himself into rehab, or he's done himself before? I'm not sure. I, I didn't. I didn't do that much research. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I hope you know. Shout out to DMX. Hope he gets better soon and can come back out. DMX is like a pastor, a preacher on the low. So I'm like, maybe, maybe you need to go do this. Maybe God is trying to tell you, hey, enough of that music foolishness. Just get out yeah, here and do I- some. Do some soul winning. Yeah, don't, don't do any more shows. Because because DMX actually, I think, believes in the real God. And um, prays to him and, and preaches about the real God. Um, that shade will be relevant in a few minutes. <laughs> I was like, what? We're, we're getting there. Don't you worry. Um, what else? So we, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we went to Atlantic City. And uh, I was not excited. Just It just so happened. Uh, a very, very 2000s artist was there. And so Mark and I went and did the most 2000s-ish we could possibly find to do. Um, so we were at the Hard Rock, like we said, and Harris was like down the way, like eight minutes away. And I was looking at things that were happening. And um, what tumbled into my lap was a Ja Rule um, set at the Harris Pool. Harris Pool has if you if you follow me on Instagram, um, I put it up on Insta Live and Mark also put it up on the podcast's um, Insta story. So there was a real live Ja Rule Rule karaoke session um, hosted by the BLM and the All of No Fair podcast. (laughs) Um, We went and got our 2000s lives at the Ja Ja Rule um, set at the um, Harris Pool. I think it's called Aqua After Dark or something like that. It's a really nice enclosed pool and you know there's a stage and he came and performed. There were people in the pool. Some cabanas some cabanas we just found a little corner and posted up and just got into the concert um what i realized number one was that there were a lot there's too a lot of people that was too young for yaru mm-hmm. i was like or, what, 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 what? y'all 21 get out they're too young for yaru or i guess not black i don't know i just I, what, I, what i do know is that how hype people should have been they were not mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was very upset about it yeah <laughs> i was very upset that People weren't were height with. What would I be with? What would I be with my baby? Yeah, like the levels of excitement that people should have had for that. Was I feel not as there. if they weren't that excited about it, and I was very upset mm-hmm. about I'm not being excited. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> y'all don't know the greatness of this. You don't. You don't get it. Was, you don't get it. I was quite upset that they weren't excited about that song as much as I was. Yes. Yeah. Ja Rule came out though and gave us like 30 minutes of his greatest hits. Um, and he had quite a bit. Like New York didn't go off like that, and I was, no. I was very upset. I was like, I'm from New York, like New that, York. When that didn't go off, I was like, what? What, what are we here for? What do we? Who, who's here? Yeah, the, well, the clientele of dysfunction was definitely um, a little young for it, so maybe they couldn't appreciate it. Was, and then the older folks that were there, I felt like were older than us. Yeah, I, I was so. I didn't. 
I was, I was quite yeah. upset. Yeah, I mean, Jarrell secured his bag and got out of there, yeah. so kudos. Yeah. Um, it was a very interesting uh, experience. Uh, he he did a good job um, with the with the songs. Um, he I'm, did, I'm, he, I'm I'm convinced that that 50 Cent beef will last forever. It's that's never gonna die because he, he was just on um what's that Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and he asked him about and Andy Cohen asked him about um the 50 Cent beef and he was like, do you have anything to say to 50 Cent? He was like, keep watching. And that was it. I'm like, why y'all keep? Like he 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 did clap back. Yes, he did clap back. <laughs> when he did yes, clap he did. back, I was like, all right, this is never ending. Yeah, like <laughs> still, they gonna they gonna be it? at war forever. <laughs> I'm like, you still doing this song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this this beef will never end. Never ever, <laughs> ever ever, <laughs> ever 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 ever. It's never yeah. gonna end. Never gonna end. Uh-huh. Um, he also did what was that song? I got a hundred, got a hundred to. That's New York. Uh, yeah, New York. Yeah, he did that. I was like, I appreciated that. Um. My takeaways from that concert um, and that experience in general, I haven't been to a club slash party type situation in a very long time, and I see why. Oh, you mean like the DJ? Like yeah. the DJ? I just played the same songs over and over. Um, and I, I, you can tell, like what songs came out after you stopped mm-hmm. going to clubs? Yeah, because like you hear songs like, what song is this? And like certain songs just go off in clubs, mm-hmm. but like you know, like you you can tell like oh this song must have came out after I stopped going to clubs, right? Because <laughs> like the younger people in there was going up, and I was like I don't I don't, I don't know, know what this is. Don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Like there are very few of like the new like club songs that I'm aware of these days. You you know why I, I knew it was like a place that I shouldn't be at because like Swag Surf didn't go off. Yeah, Swag Surf did not go off as it was supposed to. I said, what is happening I was like, what are we here for? Why are we here? What kind of, <laughs> what kind of ghetto establishment am I at? Like, Swag Surf don't go off? I said, right. this is garbage. We got to throw this whole what, party what, away. What am I here for? Throw the whole party <laughs> away. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> what am I Throw here it in for? the trash. Um, I haven't partied around drunk white women in a long time. It's not for me. It wasn't for me back then. It's not for me now. Because there was this one girl that kept trying to talk to me, and I kept looking at Mark like, tell her to go the other way. She kept way. coming to me. She was like, she's a queen. She is a queen. And I'm I, just, like, I just kept looking like, sis, if you want to get away from me, I she's don't. She's a queen. I'm like, sis, if you, a queen. if you don't get your drunk self around me, I don't have time, ma'am. Like, go I, away. We, I, like, I, I know she's a queen. Can you back up there? You're too, you're too close, man. Too close. <laughs> I said, I'm like, I'm trying not to kick this girl in her face at dysfunction, but she need to back off me. Hey. But that was a fun time. I had a great time. It was the most 2000s thing I've ever done in my life to go to see Ja Rule at this yeah. age. It was it great. Was, it was awesome. It was. Yeah. Speaking of rap things. So, um, T.I., I thought the top 50 rapper lists were over, but apparently I was I was incorrect. Um, Clifford T.I. Harris uh, on his podcast, Expeditiously, um, put out. A list, of course, it would be called expeditiously because <laughs> I laugh every time I think about that. Because that, um, expeditiously, because yeah, because he's over the top. Um, he put out a top fifty rappers list, and at this point, I feel like we should have made one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really get why. Um, it. He did it, but I guess, you know, I guess he needed some time to think about um, what he wanted to do. Um, so the listing of it was a little weird. I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I agree with any of the things that are here, but uh, it the rankings were weird. I'm just going to share some of it with you. Let me get my screenshots together because I screenshotted it. Okay, so at the top of his list was Pac, Jay-Z, Biggie, Snoop, Kanye. Stop. That's where I was like, 
I don't know what's happening. I was like, Snoop. Like, I love Snoop. Don't get me wrong. But number four? I don't know if he's number four. Above. Uh, why is Kanye number five? Yeah. Stop it. I don't. I don't. I don't think that Kanye is that great of a rapper. To be above. Why is he? Why is himself number 11? Right. He put himself <laughs> as number 11. Why? In what world is Kanye above Andre 3000? Y'all got to stop playing. Y'all got to cut it out. It was, I don't know what was Cut it out. Why did he switch Fabulous and Nicki Minaj? <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. Why is Fabulous number 41 on the list? Why is Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj, and, and mind you, Nicki gets on my nerves to no end with her antics. But y'all going to stop acting like that girl don't wrap circles around a lot of these people out here. Y'all going to stop acting like that girl don't. She does. Yeah. When she when she's when she's in her bag, she wraps circles around a lot of people on this list. What what what, I, what I'll say is this. I'm not sure where his sliders are. He got future. Future mumbles. Rapper. Future Future is number thirty two before Ludacris, before Bumby, before Lil' Kim, before Fab, Meek, Nikki, Ghostface. Throw this list in the garbage. Throw it away. Like what what I've gathered is it is just people he it might just be his he people has he listened to more. Future before Nipsey Hustle. Stop playing. I think it's just people he listened to more. Throw throw this list in the garbage. I don't want anything I, to do that's, with it. That's what I've gathered. I've gathered that it's just people like And why is so- J. Cole thirty four? No no idea. Gucci's before um um J. Cole? Yeah, this list is garbage. <laughs> Tip gotta throw this in the garbage. <laughs> I'm mad that he put himself at eleven. Cause I'm like, I think you should be higher than that. Yeah. You should definitely be above Kanye, for sure. And why is Nas eight? How he got Kanye before Nas? This list is garbage. I'm not even talking about this no more. Um, <laughs> I'm moving on. Like the disrespect is just unnecessary here, and I'm just gonna move on. Gotcha. If do you, do you have further things you'd like? Oh to no, add? That, that's that's an accurate uh, thing. And then, all right, keep keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Um, so speaking of Atlanta shenanigans, um, Tyler Perry. Opened up his studios officially, and apparently he's hiring. So if you're looking to work for the black man, Tyler Perry might have a job for you. Um, so he did, like, a whole weekend of stuff last weekend. Uh, he had, like, an opening gala. All the all the big names were there. B&J. Rihanna wasn't there. She don't, she's, so, she's so anti. She don't be trying to go to nothing. Rihanna's the most anti-industry. Um, but, yes, B&J were there. Oprah was there. Um, Kelly and Michelle were there. Um Usher, like basically every notable black entertainer you could think of, Cicely Tyson, all of them were there. And um, it's apparently the largest um, movie studio in the country. It's bigger than the big ones in Hollywood. Combined. Combined. And it's um, one of the first, well, this is probably the third one to be owned by a black person. Because there was a black person who owned one back in the 30s. And then Tim Reed and his wife, Tim Reed is the guy who played the father on Sister Sister. He also had a studio in Virginia as well. But this is, the, this but this is, is the, like the first like major. No, this is the first one that he funded himself. That he funded himself. Because I think the other ones were like. They were, he was, they were assistants they were or assistant, shared with somebody. Shared okay. funded. This is the but first yes. one he funded solely by himself. Yes. So, you know, black excellence, uh, you know, Tyler Perry got out here and did it. 
and it was a beautiful thing. He had all the people that are like on his shows that he's doing now on the BET streaming app, which I may have to get because I've heard some of these shows are good. Um, but he had like the actors and actresses from there. Um, this guy that went to Hofstra around the time I was there, him and his wife, uh, they have a podcast and they have like a Instagram social media thing going. Um, Deval and Kadeen Ellis. And he is in the show Sisters, which I think is coming out uh, next week. So I saw him and his wife at the um, at the um, premiere as well as the opening. And then he did like a brunch afterwards. And there was like it was real black and churchy. Like they had like a gospel, like a gospel choir that was walking down like a path. And Tasha Page Lockhart, who won um, Sunday Best a couple seasons ago, she was singing. And it was it was life giving. Oprah was clutching her pearls. She was getting her life. It was great. Um, yeah. It just looked like a good black time. And, and then he named the sound studios um, after the people, too. After people. Like, I know one is named after Denzel. One is named after uh, oh. Cicely Tyson. Whoopi. Whoopi. Um, I can't remember who the other ones are, but those are the three that I remember um, off the top of my head. Spike Lee. Spike Lee, yes. Um, there's ten of them. So yeah. I can't remember who the other ones are. I should have looked it up before I got here, but, you know, whatever. That didn't happen. I was busy vacaying with Bay. So, um, yeah. Um, and the reason I want to talk about this is because it was interesting to see the feedback that people had about this. For me, my feedback about it was like, yes, come through black man and do this. Because at the BET Awards earlier this year, he talked about instead of waiting for people to let me have a seat at their table, I'm going to build my own. And it looks like he went ahead and did just that. Um, all them shows he was doing, um, all them movies he was doing, all the stuff he was doing, he was obviously getting his monies in order to um, build this studio. And so the reactions I saw from black people uh, this week were very interesting. Um, Tyler Perry is a very polarizing figure in our community, it seems. Either you like Tyler Perry or you don't like Tyler Perry. There is no in-between. Um, I'll speak for myself and say that I do not enjoy some of his content. Some of it, I'm just like, oh, God, I can't. Like, it's just, it's just, it's much, some of his content. But I cannot deny the fact that he does what it is that a lot of us expect black people with money to do, which is to create opportunities for other black people and to do things to help other black people. Because he said on his studio, at his studio, there will be like a facility there for, um, people escaping domestic violence, um, kids who are homeless as a result of being LGBTQIA, um, and some other stuff. So he's not just employing people, but he's also using his space to be a safe haven for people who are going through stuff. So I feel like Tyler Perry is living up to what it is we expect, expect black people with money to do to help our community. But there were people I saw online who were like, I don't know how y'all could celebrate something like that. He dressed up in a in a dress and a wig so he could do this. That's emasculating the black man, blah, blah, blah. And then there were people just going on about, you know, how he does, you know, coonery and mammy stuff with the Medea and the blah, blah, blah. And so they can't support him um, doing this. They don't understand why we're applauding him because, you know, the way he went about it wasn't, you know, the right way or whatever that is. So I want to talk about that a little bit here. Uh, today yeah so this is what i've gathered i realized that people people every um, black person who has a lot of money people complain about them mm-hmm. all of them all the time <laughs> we complain about all of them and we find the flaws in everything we feel as if that each person's not doing things the way they want to 
um, we feel like they should be using their money for or using their platform for or whatever. We, we feel we find the faults in every single thing. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out why. Why does this happen? And like the reason why I'm saying that is because first thing we have to understand is that all it's all I think is necessary. Mm-hmm. The Oprah's are necessary. The Jay Z's are necessary. The Tyler Perry's are necessary. Um, but also the music art is necessary. <laughs> they're all necessary for the full experience, mm-hmm. regardless if you like the, what they're saying or not. If you if you think what if you support what they're doing or not, they they are necessary because it shows a full diversity palette of what people think. Right. And I don't th- I don't believe in the notion that we should all be doing the same thing. I don't believe that notion at all. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the notion that we should all have the same thoughts. Right. I don't believe in that. Because black people are not a monolith. Plot twist. Correct. So I think that where this all comes down from is like we have this mindset that if you are going to be a black leader, you have to be perfect. Right. And you have to do it by this prescribed Yeah. You way. have to be perfect. And like I was trying to figure out like why does this happen? Like and it comes down to like even black supporting black businesses and we people always complain about black people don't support black businesses or black, like it's just we have this mindset that things have to be perfect for us to support it we don't put the same rules that we have on black people that we put on others mm-hmm. we we feel with black people they have to be perfect right people always act talk about people after they're done like we're very big on barack obama now mm-hmm. when barack but obama a lot was of us office, wasn't featuring him when he was in office we weren't featuring him when he was in office we weren't featuring him when he was running mm-hmm. during the primary black people were like uh, i don't know when he was in office, people were like, oh, he's not doing this. He's not doing nothing. He's not, not doing nothing to help black Now that he's out, he's the greatest ever. He's the great. Come on, son. Like, that was not the energy <laughs> you were keeping before. So, like, no, this, this this has happened all the time because we feel as if they have to be perfect in our eyes and everything. And we have, and the reason why this happens is because we feel as if, like, they have to, if, if people are not perfect, then people are going to use that against us. Right. And that's constantly what we have this mindset. We have like, all right, this person is not doing everything right. They're going to use it against us. And what we what that does is we take the blame for our freedom and put it on ourselves. Right. We take the blame of why we're treated and how people treat us and put it on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's our fault. Right. And we're, it has to do with us listening to what people have said. Right. We use the reason that is because of our flaws that we're not free. Right. <laughs> And that that's where it becomes a, a problem and everything. And, like, that's the reason why we don't translate. And I think um, – and that comes from, number one, like, the climate we have now. Because, like, now you know everything about a person. Mm-hmm. So anything flaws, it's worse. Like, we use uh, Martin Luther King as, like, the perfect activist. Mm-hmm. But he had his own flaws. Right. The difference is there was no social media at that time. Right. Like, he cheated on his wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. So, like, um, he has his own flaws. But, like I said, the benefit was – is that he, like, there was no social media and everything, so, like, we keep looking for somebody to, to live up to an expectation that he didn't live up to himself. Yeah. So that's, so we feel as if, like, a black leader has to be perfect storms at all times. And, like, if any any flaws, we feel as if, oh, they can't have flaws or people are not going to get behind it. Mm-hmm. But we can, it, you have to stop worrying about what people think. Because, you know, the people who who are usually in power do not care. They don't. If their leaders are perfect. They no. do not care at all. No, no. Yeah, and I, I think that's something we have to unshackle ourselves from yeah. as people. They do not care that people leaders are perfect. Like, we always talk about, um, people always talk about, like, n- this is not just to say, like, Republican or Democrat is better, but people always talk about Democrat, Republican, talk about, but a lot of uh, Republicans do not care <laughs> no. about about um, if the person is perfect or not. 
if they have anything that they support, even if they don't support everything, they have something that they're looking for. I'm gonna support them because they're gonna do this. They're gonna do the thing I need them to do, and that is why they would vote for them. They're not voting for them because they're perfect. That they do everything that they want. They're doing this one thing for me, so I'm gonna vote for them for this one thing that they're gonna do for me, and right. that is it. Yeah, yeah, and everything. So that's and so, but a lot of times we we don't think that way. I I, I think even like I even think like the um stuff that we we credit we get. We criticize other black people for doing is important too, because like I said, it shows that we're full people. I don't think that we have to show that we're perfect and un, un fault, faulty character. I don't, I don't think that's a solution. No, no, because that's that's not that's not what human beings are. Right. I think we should show that we're human beings. Right. Because like we have to show that we're perfect beings. Right. That's not how we have to show. Right. We don't have to show that we're, we we don't do anything wrong. Right. We don't, like that's, that's that's not what that's not what we show. Right. And I think that's where the um the problem is a lot of right. times. Yeah. How, the way Tyler Perry, you might not agree with how he did it, which is fine, but that doesn't mean that he, let him do it his way. You do it your way. Because here's the plot twist: Tyler Perry don't know you, and he don't care about what you think. Yeah, he don't care. He said he's living his best life over there. He he played to his audience, which, which that's what a lot of people do. They just play to the audience. And if his that's audience, not your, if you are not his audience, which is that's fine. fine. It's fine. That's it's, fine. It's fine to not be the audience. Right. His audience, a lot of times. With older church people, that's yeah, older black church women. That's how I got into them Tyler Perry stage plays with them tragic wigs and and a headphone and uh, what do you call it, microphones. Oh, child, used to stress me out. Yeah, but but that's what his audience was. So he's like, I'm gonna play to that audience, and that audience and the, is the, loyal. The audience liked what he did, and that mm-hmm. was it. He's not caring about you, right? He's playing to his audience, and right. that is it. And if you're not his audience, there's not you're not any better or any worse than his audience. Yeah, you're he's, just not his audience. That's it. Yeah, which that's is it. fine. That's it. But it just he, it, and he started going with, with, like people like it's just it's just it's just annoying. It's just yeah, it's just irritating. It's just like why can't we just celebrate the fact that this man did something that most of us regular schmegler degular people will never ever do because that's just not our our ministry in life. Why can't we just celebrate him and keep it pushing? Like I'm not running to the movie theaters to see Medea movies and Tyler, but but he has made some good movies. Like The Family That Praises is a joint. Like that is a good movie. I will yeah. not lie about that. Why did I get married? Good movie. It's just like you know he's had some hits. He's had some misses, like most people. And and like and if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. But you just don't have don't. to publicly discourage them. <laughs> like right. This, Why y'all supporting him? Because he like because I like the movie, and you don't. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I, I am always happy to see a black person in this country doing well. And honestly, you know, we talked about this on the drive to Atlantic City, but it's like one of the things I admire about Tyler Perry is like his story. That man was literally homeless on the streets to go from like being homeless, not knowing where your next meal is going to come from, not knowing when you can take a shower, where you can use the bathroom at to this forever will have my respect yeah. forever, forever. Forever, because that yeah. that is a that is a hell of a come up. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Go yeah. be great, and he hiring. So if y'all looking for jobs and y'all want to move to the Atlanta area, holla at the homie Tyler. Like, and and y'all not gonna disrespect Tyler when he literally has brought Cicely Tyson back to our attention. Yeah, like Cicely Tyson said out of her own mouth, he re- he caused a resurgence in her in her career by hiring her to be in some of these movies but that he's, he's a, done. He's that's how movie. she was up on. Um, 
was it How to Get Away with Murder? She was a recurring character on there for a little while. I think she even got nominated for an Emmy or a Golden Globe or one of those. And Cicely is out here in these streets, 90-something and fabulous. I'm not mad. So put some respect on Tyler Perry's name. You don't have to like what he does, but put some respect on his name. He's done it for a lot of people. Yes, he's done it for a lot of people. He, it, and and he's, he's done it for a lot of people, and he's hired people at the right salary. Yes. Because he said people, people have not... He says people, a lot of times black people go to other places mm-hmm. and are not paid what they're owed. Mm-hmm. And he will always pay them what they're owed. Absolutely. So, you know, shouts out to Tyler Perry. I'm proud. Right. Um, also, um, Sir, Sir Kent just walked in. Yeah, Kent came through. Can I give a shout out real quick? Hey. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Tyler Perry for actually, uh, his studio was used for Black Panther. It's so a Yes, yes. yes. I think that was the I first movie the that was shot there. Yeah. The, okay. the, yes, the yeah. Avengers was shot. Was yeah, and shot the set there. looks crazy too. Like they have a whole White House built up over there. It's lit. Yeah. Because he has that show, The Oval, that's coming out. It's lit. I love yeah. it. So shout out to Tyler Perry for, uh, for uh, you know, allowing his studio to be part of Marvel comic book history. Yes. Uh, See, so yeah, I don't watch, I don't watch him either. But at, like at the end of the day, not all entertainment is for me, and, right? And it shouldn't be. And That's it, it. Shouldn't be. So if X amount of people like it and it doesn't kill people, okay. And I, I think that plays into our conversation before. Like people feel like everything should be for them. That everything, and that, that's not how it plays. And I think I don't feel that way because I feel as if like I, I think a lot of black people like feel as if like a lot of stuff hasn't been for us for a long time. So we're just, we're just used to stuff not being for us. Oh, that's not for me. That's fine, and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to not be for me. Yeah, that's fine. It's completely fine for it to not be for me. 100%. That ain't no problem. Um, yeah, so shouts to Tyler Perry. Moving on to more black excellence um, this, this week. Um, Simone Biles, um, we remember her from the Olympics, the last one, which was what, 2016? Um, she has been out here being a bad gymnast, and she is now the most decorated gymnast in world championships history. She, she got moves in her own name. Yeah, she got moves she, in her she, own she, name. She got, she got four Biles. Yes. I'm she, like, come on, sis. She was like, oh, they, she, she did the Biles? Yes. And then to the Biles. Like, she's amazing, and, and she just be looking like, la di I just do this. This ain't no problem. I'm not working. I'm just out here doing some flips and some twirls and some turns, living my best life. I'm like, come on, sis. She's so excellent. So now these people got to do the bios. Yeah, now these people got to do the bios. She's so excellent. <laughs> I live for her. I saw a video today of her, like, boyfriend cheering her on. He's, like, an acrobat, acrobat and something else. But he was, like, watching on the TV and cheering her on. And it was so cute. He was like, yes, come on, baby, yes, when she was doing her floor routine. But it was amazing. She's amazing. Kudos to Simone. Um, this is random. Nobody cares news. But, you know, I just wanted to bring it up because why not? Um, Safari and Erica Mena um, actually got married. I'm actually surprised. I get surprised when um, celebrity couples actually get married. Uh, I mean, not celebrity couples, reality TV show couples actually get married. I just be like, oh, okay. They, so they got married. Has um, Joe Bunn scarred you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, Yandy Smith scarred me because she still ain't married to Mendeecees, but that's whatever. Um, so they got married uh, on Monday, the 7th, and they are having a baby, which is a girl. So congrats to the... To the Samuels. That's Safari's last name, Samuels. Yes, congrats to the Samuels. Um, there's no segue for this. I just wrote things down. Um, just being honest. Uh, so we saw the Joker when we were on um, our little uh, vacation in Atlantic City. How did you like it? Because I've been meaning to see it. It's good. I liked it. Give... Let me start by saying, give Joaquin Phoenix his things. I don't want to hear anything come award season about competition. Run that man his statues. Give him his trophies. Every single one he can possibly get, give them to him. Give him his trophies. He he did good. I don't want to hear it. I don't want you girls to sit up here and tell me about Daniel Day-Lewis and anybody else. Run Joaquin his items. That's all. Um, That being said, it was a very interesting movie. 
Um, Are you doing spoilers? Because he no. didn't see it. He, no, I'm not going to spoil it. It's a very no, I'm not going to spoil it. It's a very interesting movie in terms of like how it approaches or doesn't approach certain things and you know it's like there's a lot of like assumption that you have to make as an audience member about what happens cuz a lot of scenes they just kind of cut it abruptly and you're like well, I don't no, like it just le- there's just a lot of room for you to like. The, the cinematography is fantastic. It's the cinematography uh, is fantastic. We'll, we'll, we'll just say that. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, but it's a lot that you'll like, be like, the, uh. And it's like the same guy who did like comedies. Yes, he, he wrote Hangover. Yes, it's yeah, the he, same guy that wrote he, Hangover he, he, he directed or directed, directed Hangover. Hangover. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the same guy that. Maybe I'm thinking of the director because I actually looked it up. Apparently, it was shot in such a way that the only way you're supposed to see it is like. 120. You're talking about the other movie. You're talking about Gemini Man. You're talking about Gemini Man. Oh, that's what I signed up for. Okay, Gemini Man, I'm supposed to see. I'm seeing this week. Yeah. Okay. You're talking okay, about Gemini, Gemini Man. Okay. Gemini okay. Man. Yeah. All right, so I got Gemini Man was, was taped in 120 frames per, per second. And the only place to see that where you can actually see it close to what it was is uh, in New York City. But uh, all right, sidebar. Yes. Back to Joker. Yes, yeah. but Joker was, Joker was good. I would recommend seeing it. Um, I definitely walked out being like, Okay. What's happening? What's what? What did I just watch? But not in a bad way. Just like a, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. That were I trying have. to t- were you trying to tie everything in with what you know? Kind about, of about about, about him, like yeah. the the Joker and the whole Batman story. Okay. Like yeah, because okay. yeah. they touch on that a bit um, in the movie. So it's like oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But it, like, it's meant it's meant to give you questions. Yeah. Because like. Because there never really was, I, th- I think the only one, only kind of origin story they had was like the Killing Joke. Yeah. Um, and like, it's meant to question everything. Yes. It's meant for you to question everything. Yes. yes. That's what it's meant for. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think I was I, like during the movie, I was like, I was, I was like, oh, 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 oh. It's oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. That's fine. But it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. But again, give Joaquin his things. I don't want to hear any stories come award season. Give him his things. Because um, who's doing it better? Don't even know. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the movies. I don't know who's doing it better. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Gemini, Gemini Man. I don't know. Maybe maybe Will is doing it better. I don't know. Uh, anyway, on to this week in random. So this week, um, the Paps caught um, pics of Ellen DeGeneres out with George W. Bush at some type of uh, sporting function. And people were dragging her, saying that she shouldn't be friends with George W. Bush because he was a bad president. And apparently he was like anti-LGBT and blah, 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 blah. And Ellen's one of the LGBT people. And I just felt like they're both rich white people. I'm not sure what the problem is here. They, they can hang out with each other. I'm not. I don't. I don't see why people are being upset. Rich people will eventually hang out with rich people. Yeah, it'll eventually happen. Like, I Every just, time. I, they, they, they are in the same circles They'll find each other and hang out. I don't understand like, why the world was up in arms about it. Like to the point where the people on the View were like choosing sides about how they felt about them hanging out. And I was just like, "This is what I realized." What's wrong with everybody? Like, if if someone doesn't like somebody, they feel like everybody else shouldn't like them either. <laughs> but if you and you don't you like if, if you treat them nice, we're going to cancel you also because you can't treat them nice because I don't like them. <laughs> right, and it's just like, but what is like? Ellen has her own. Her own business with but like with who, him. who have you seen her disres- like pu- like publicly disrespect in front of their face? Who Nobody. Have you ever, you've never seen her do that. Nobody. So, so I just I don't I, think she'd start with 
George Bush. And, yeah. and the thing is, we I think the black community has a history with George Bush because he kind of did, you know, did nothing for Yeah, New and, Orleans. you know, he said some wild things. He acted wild with Katrina. Like, he just, he just yeah. was, he was a little garbagey. So I, I, I would, no one would dispute I that. I don't think I would hang out with George yeah. Bush. But then again, if I'm, if you're, I'm, you're, if you're I'm in not, the suites, you're not, you're not a in, in old the Cowboys game. Right. I mean, and Ellen good, is an old he, white man. You girls can say whatever you want, but Ellen's an I mean, old say white man. Good, good day, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he's right next to you, you're like you're like this. No, <laughs> I will not talk to you. <laughs> like I give you the finger, George. I give you the finger. <laughs> what is that? I think do? the most important thing is that she had an 11 Pro, and I think that just came out. I'd like to know about the the, the tech specs about her new iPhone 11 Pro. <laughs> That's I think those are, those are the important things I'm thinking of. It's right. not important. You know, I'm, iPhone is not. It's not important to me, but you know, iPhone, go iPhone, off. IPhone's, I mean. IPhone's I, I'm, I'm team Android. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what are you talking about the iPhone? I, I, I just want to know what the competition is doing. That's not, you, not, not, this nothing. Nothing. Not this oh, no, oh, this, oh. this is the Android podcast, friend. Oh, wow. You watch your mouth. Wow. You watch your mouth. I'm about to get canceled here. Uh-oh. Oh, about to mute his mic. <laughs> Cut his mic off. <laughs> Starbuck Wild. Uh, if you live in New York, if you lived in New York in like the late '90s, early 2000s, you remember Star and Buck Wild, and they were always cutting someone's mic they off. Were, they were always right. Ignorant, just ignorant for no reason. Um, so yeah, I don't really understand why y'all dragging Ellen. Ellen can be friends with whoever she want to be friends with. Let her be great. She's a grown woman. She's a she's a grown woman. Um, so gratuitously on this podcast, we spend time talking about Rihanna, and we have come to the Rihanna segment of the podcast. So it's Riri. It's Riri it's time. Riri. I feel like we need to add like a it's drop Riri to that time. at some point for it's the next Riri season. Time so, um, with KB. thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, we'll just take that out and record that for and keep that like snippet for our next season. So, um, Robin Rihanna Fenty, Queen of Barbados. Um, she uh, wait, wait. is that is she still Queen of Barbados? Watch your mouth. We're going to talk about that in a second. No, no. okay. Because you Jamaicans live to try it. Um. <laughs> It could be Island Wars in here today, no problem. Um, yeah, so Robin, Rihanna Fenty, who is of Barbadian descent, mm. act like you know, release, is, is uh, releasing a coffee table book called Rihanna by Rihanna. How fitting. Um, and she had a launch for it at the Guggenheim in uh, New York City. And uh, if you saw the pictures, this is when she's wearing her like leopard print dress with these uh burgundy-ish uh i believe they're louis vuitton boots um she's great so i've requested the book for my um for my um christmas list um it's a coffee table book with over a thousand photos of her and a removable uh double-sided poster um it took her about five years to complete and it's a lot of pictures that um she um has never released before um, it's on urbanoutfitters.com. So Mark, I need you to get on the site, urbanoutfitters.com and procure the Rihanna book for me, um, for Christmas. I just wanted you to know where it was, but she put out a book and is there a she, different site. I don't know if I'm like supporting. That's, that's where the report said the book is. I know that you're conflicted about them, but that's where the book is. Urban but I'm Outfitters. ready for this Rihanna coffee table book. Like I just, I want to get into my, my good sis. Yes. We can go somewhere else. Other than Mark, just go on the open outfitters and get the thing and stop being difficult. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Um, I'll take Amazon out. See what oh, they Jesus got. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just so contrarian, and it's annoying. Just go on the website and get my book, because if it's sold out, I'm going to be mad, because you didn't go on Urban Outfitters. So we're moving on. Okay, so um, Kent came into the room, and initially it was a friendly um, sit-down. We were having a good time. And then when I brought up Rihanna, Kent was like, is she the Beijing queen? I don't understand what the problem is here. So apparently on these here internets um, this week, 
The people from 876, also known as Jamaica, have Bonfire. Bonfire, have decided to um, take it upon themselves to um, claim citizenship for Rihanna. And let me, on behalf of the Bayesian delegation, tell you all to have several seats. You cannot have her. You will not have her. Go and sit down with y'all greedy teethin' selves. I don't care what you make. Greedy teethin'. Go on about your business. Don't nobody come around y'all talking about we want Usain, we want Sean Paul, we want Buju. Y'all have people. Go on about your business. Rihanna's ours. Thanks for playing. Good day. All I know is that... And I said good day. All I know is that I am on these these good streets of Twitter. Y'all on Al Gore's internet playing too much. Nothing, nothing is wrong on Twitter. Everything is correct. And I just see... I see a $500 Jamaican banknote with... Throw it in the garbage. Where it belongs. Throw it in the garbage. She doesn't know you. She doesn't know you. Rihanna said, I'm sorry to this man. I don't know this man. If I saw him on the street, I wouldn't know a thing. She doesn't know I mean, you. She She's an ambassador right for the great country of Barbados. Uh-huh. I've never heard Rihanna claim Jamaica in my life. Uh-huh. I don't know where you, Johnny, come lately, want to be part of the party girls have come from. But go on somewhere. We don't have time. The Barbados delegation will not allow it. We will not have it. Oh, we will right. not have it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Shout out to Mbaku. We're not doing this. Go on out on my face. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. Bye. And making sure that I retweet that for posterity. That's fine. Retweet what you want. But we all know the truth. Okay. We all, I, know. I, I, we, we all know the truth. We all know the truth. Yeah, Rihanna. It's Asian. You sure about that? I'm very sure. Okay. Very sure. Right. Very sure. Right. Um, you girls are just so Johnny come lately, uh, and it's I, I, confusing. Just, you know? Just, just find yeah, something yeah. to do. We, 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 we're just trying to make sure facts are facts. That's all. I mean, get the tourists to your to your country. Don't come over here. Mind your business. Do you? <laughs> you do you. <laughs> we'll do us. See how that works. Um, yeah. Moving on. No more island wars. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, no more island wars. Mark is over here like I'm American. I don't have a dog. I, 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 I have zero dogs. I have zero dogs. I have no say. Mark is like I'm. I'm from South Carolina. I don't know. I'm not talking about well, your people's is from South Carolina. Yes. You're like, I don't, I don't have anything here. Um, this is all friendly fun. Um, us islanders go back and forth all the time, but she's still Beijing. Um, no, she's Jamaican. Always and forever. She's Rep one. Uh, we will not let her go. Rep the yard. Rep the yard. What yard? Which one? More fire. We don't know what that is. The, the, the green and gold. Barbados doesn't have yards. We, we have to move on. Barbados <laughs> doesn't have yards. It's a, it's a, it's a classy we, affair over there. We are in two hours. We have to move on. I know. On. We have to move on. <laughs> Sorry, this podcast, it's the last one. They're going to get a long podcast. They'll, they ain't going to die. Did you die, though? Um, moving on. So, um, allegedly, Takashi the Snitch is um, getting a record deal, a $10 million record deal. I don't know how much I believe this. I don't yeah, know how true this report it, is. It sounds insane. It sounds insane. He, like, he was, wasn't he really signed already? Yeah, he was already signed to somebody. Like, But, like, I feel like his, didn't the people in, in, involved in his label, aren't they also wrapped up in this case as well in some way? I'm so confused. Yeah, like I know the guy who's his manager is also wrapped up in this case, but I felt like that guy was also connected to the label as well. I don't know. Either way, I don't want to hear no Takashi music. I never wanted to hear any before. I don't want to hear any now. Um, what are you rapping about, sir? Because it ain't the streets. Because you you can't go there anymore. So what are you what are you talking to me about? And this statement is weird. This statement is so weird. What does it say? What does the statement say? Because it says ten million dollars for two albums, mm-hmm. one English, one Spanish. That I don't is so it's hear... so weird. 
it's I don't so want to hear no English or Spanish album from this but, young man. But he has never done a Spanish album. Like, right, I'm like, spending, huh? I'm like, who's, who's giving $5 million for an album he, for something he's never done before? Yeah, I'm it like... It is weird. It is... This whole thing is weird. Yeah, <laughs> this every, whole thing with everything him, about the I mean, story... Everything about him is weird. Up and now he's going to be like some... Everything New about him... I don't, I don't know. Everything about him is weird. Yeah. Everything about him. I, yeah. I every, every, like everything about this is weird. So um, I'm I'm looking at it like, all right, guys. Everything about him sound, sounds like an industry plan. Yes. Everything about it. Yes. 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 <laughs> I believe more everything. and more that he's some type of industry plan. Because <laughs> everything about like, him. I just never got the hype or the anything. I just was like, where he come from? Why is he here? Like, I have a lot of questions and I still have questions. That makes it like, I don't understand. We, we, we'll, we'll see how this develops. Um, moving on uh, to more weird news. Um, so Kanye West is, you know, he was supposed to release an album, um, allegedly a gospel album. The album has not uh, come to fruition as yet. It's been about, what, two weeks? The album was not since... coming. <laughs> the album was not Listen, coming. Have, you, have you ever worked with Adobe Edition? It takes a long time for it to start up and save. I'm just saying. That's that's your story. You're sticking to and it. That's my. If I'm working with that's Kanye, the plea you're copping. That's my. That's, that's the plea you're copping. That's what. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I use Adobe Edition for this podcast. And it takes you how long? Not eight weeks. Not eight weeks. Not eight weeks. Well, we, kinda, well, we have the computer on already, so you know you gotta turn the computer. Oh, on that's first. what it is. Okay. What are excuses, Kent? What are they? Because we okay. we record on Sunday, and it's. It's out by Tuesday. Yeah, it's out on Tuesday. <laughs> it's edited and out on Tuesday. So I don't really know what the story is. And but he, um, and he has like whole teams. Right. There's mad people out here. So somebody has to know how to work the the, the Adobe and work it out. Kanye, but anyway. Kanye, if you're listening, I can do it for, you know, less than eight days. I and, If you do anything related to Kanye, I'm canceling you. Wow. That's, I'm just going to be honest. And, and, um, I'm, and I'm... Because and I'm, and I'm, he's a hot garbage dump of a mess. And I'm... I, like, I don't usually do too much with the Hampton versus Howard beef, but I am laughing at Howard for having Kanye West there. So, yes, that's that's where I was going with this. I'm, so, um, I'm laughing at Howard. Kanye has been on his church service tour. Um, so he went to Allen AME a couple weeks ago, and we touched on it a little bit, but apparently he came in after they did their regular service and then brought a white pastor to a predominantly black church in Queens, which is confusing. But I don't I don't know why Allen let him come there with that foolishness. I'm actually giving them super side eye. Got like I just like no shade. I know a lot of people that go to Allen, but like that just the optics. It looks wild that y'all had that man up there with that foolishness. I, Secondly, the thing is, I, I understand Howard more than anything else, only because it's it's like an artist coming, and if art, the students usually request the art. The, um, the thing. Well, the, apparently, the, the request. Apparently, the no, students didn't I, know that he was coming. Oh, so I'm more confused. Now. Like yeah. literally, apparently, <laughs> like I've been reading, I've been reading people's tweets uh, that were at the homecoming and like students and stuff like that, and they were like, "Yeah, we got a text at like 6 a.m." that he was going to be here at like 8 o'clock that morning and to come meet wherever on the quad or wherever he was doing his things. So nobody requested this. No one asked for this, at least on the student body that I can see from the Twitters. Because it's possible that like the homecoming committee still did it, though. Yeah. They probably did it secretly because yeah. It's, yeah. as but, much as everyone wants to cancel Kanye, it's still But the, the student body didn't ask for this. Yeah. Um, the student body, but the... The, the homecoming planning committee... Well, I'm trying to say it's not usually... The staff doesn't usually yeah. do it. Right. But basically, he got up it's there. It's different for churches. The churches, the staff does it. Yeah. But, like, whoever planned homecoming decided to have him come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he came, and he was up there doing whatever he was doing, and he said something about the 13th Amendment needing to be, like, you know, canceled or something like that, and he was chanting it. And for a while, people didn't understand what he was saying, and then when they caught on, they were like, what is this boy saying? Because there's a, the thing is, there's a nuanced conversation for that, and Kanye doesn't have the, the leg work the leg, yeah, to, to make that nuanced yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was just like... 
we have to stop doing this, guys. Like, as as a people, we have got to stop enabling Kanye shenanigans. Kanye is clearly making a joke. He does not need a platform. He does not need a platform. He's clearly making a joke of whatever it is he's doing. Um, this is all one big marketing scheme. In the words of Mama Joyce, this is a scheme set up by Kanye to come to us with the BS. And I for one, I'm tired of seeing him pop up places. I'm tired of seeing different gospel artists supporting his foolishness. I'm tired of seeing people who I think should know better going along with his shenanigans. Kanye is absolutely in need of medication and hospitalization. He does not need to be and, outside doing this foolishness with us. And go back to my point again. Leave me alone. Of how somehow we will forgive men at all, all times. But we still got Chrisette canceled. <laughs> but this Negro gets the run around. She, did, she, didn't even do she that just much. she performed at an inauguration. Song. She was that she was wrong and strong. She learned a lesson. Kanye is out here saying things like slavery is a choice and and just legit we, like, wilding. Like zero and we people, still keep zero entertaining people this Negro. Chrisette Michelle, zero people. <laughs> Chrisette Michelle couldn't even get booked here where we where we where we recording this podcast right now. She couldn't. And she from out here. So to me, I'm just like. She wanted to come up on the show. No, on the show, yes. I'm talking yes. about like at the like at the college. Oh. Like they wouldn't. No. So I'm just sort of like, why, when are like, we going to draw the line with Kanye's of people and be like, enough is he damn enough? You stop forgiving all the men. All no, the, we, we have to like Kanye's wilding, and we just he I don't know wilding. what he's doing, but I need him to stop doing it because it just looks like such a trash marketing ploy, and it's annoying. I can't. And take the it. thing is with me, like I actually I'm like I said I miss the old Kanye. Mm-hmm. I, I really do miss the old Kanye. That being said, I really just want to see music. I don't want to see him Which, give the random. I I, I, th- I think I've said this. I've said this multiple times. But Kanye West is just a creative who should shut up. He's right. a creative. He should be. He should be a creative in the studio. I don't want to hear your process. I, I don't want to hear the process. Don't, don't hear I don't, don't want to hear the. I don't want to hear the. Me- I, I don't want to hear. The, I don't want I you want to hear the mythology. I just want you to hear. The pro- I don't want the sermon. I don't want the lecture. No. Give me the music. Give me the music. I'll I, make my. I own don't want to hear the process. I don't oh. want to. I don't want anything to do with it. Leave me alone. And I think that's the problem. Probably he's trying to tell us the process, and he sounds crazy. Yeah, I'm like I. I just, a lot of artists mm-mm. sound crazy. You tell them the process. That's why they don't see the process. <laughs> and, I th- and I think this goes back to what almost everyone believes is that you know his mother dying, that set off something. He's like I, I don't know. I don't know. What I it must is. tell everybody the process of what I go through. No, but you don't. You sound since, crazy. Ever since his mother passing, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, he needed to relax. He needed to pump the, the brakes. The old Kanye left. He needs to pump the brakes. Um, so I got two more things and then we can get out of here. Please. So um, <laughs> weird news. So last week we talked about um, Botham Jeans, uh, the, the guy who uh, testified in his case, um, was killed. And they were investigating. So this week, this is the fastest investigation I've ever seen in my life, by the way. I've never seen an investigation into a murder wrap up this neatly. So this week they came out and said, um, that the guy Joshua Brown, rest in peace to him, was killed by three guys who drove from Louisiana to buy like a dime bag of weed from him. And the way that the police department is trying to explain this story, they must think that we are stupid, stupid, stupid. Nobody is drive. I refuse to believe. It. I'm not in the in the streets. The most I know about the drug game is from Power, which I still have to watch. But what I do know is that nobody is driving across state lines for hours and hours for what essentially is a dime bag. Nobody's doing that. And then nobody's killing someone over that, over, over. Like, what? A, how, how's a dime bag equal a drug deal gone bad? Y'all, stop lying. 
stop it. Then they said he got into a struggle with one of the guys and then they shot him and then he grabbed the gun. Like this the storyline they're trying to tell us is like so stupid. And then they talk about they found uh drugs and, and money in his house and I'm like, hold on guys. If there's one thing I know about drugs and selling drugs from all the shows I've ever watched about selling drugs, drug dealers don't poop where they eat. If he lives there, why does he have drugs and money there? That's stupid. Have drugs and money someplace else. And if for some reason he was dumb enough to have drugs and money in his house, he couldn't have been working by himself. And why would he go in court? Why would he go? Why would he? Why would he go to court if he was a drug dealer? If he was, why? Why would he be on, like on national television and that in that public and talking if, bad about police? Yes, and then if he was selling drugs in these streets, he ain't have a homeboy that would go by the house and clear all that stuff out before the police come back. Come on, stop lying, stop lying. Somebody's lying. Nothing about this story makes any sense. And the more y'all keep telling us, the more it sounds like y'all are making things up. Y'all think we're stupid. We're not. But it's fine. Whatever. The whole thing's insane. The whole the whole story's insane. I'm just like every every report I hear, I'm just like, someone's lying. Someone's lying. This whole drug deal gone bad story sounds so for weed. Nobody's driving. There's nobody in Louisiana that sells weed. Four and a half hour drive. They drove four and a half hours from Louisiana Louisiana to Texas for some weed. Not for cocaine. Not for heroin. And not for meth. C- weed. Weed. And, weed. And, that, that's where y'all lost me in this and story. I think it's more legal where they are. Right. I'm like y'all. That's where y'all lost me in this story. The minute y'all said that somebody drove four hours for weed, I'm out. I'm out, sis. Y'all lying. This is already a bunch of lies. Already. All right. Um, and then the other story that happened, uh, I think, just yesterday. Um, so a young lady, rest in peace to her. A ta- I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Um, a Tatiana Jefferson in oh, yeah. Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. um, was killed by police officers. Um, so apparently she was home 2.30 in the morning. Um, she was playing video games with her nephew. Um, her door was open, like her front door was slightly open. And so a neighbor called, um, he, 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 he called a non-emergency yeah. police number for a, 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 wellness check. a wellness check. So the person responding knows that this is not an emergency. There is no need for all of this. You're just being called to do a check to make sure someone's okay. The police, number one, parked a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. Then came up to the house on the side. I guess saw somebody in there. Was saying, "Put your hands up." She doesn't know what's going on. She, he, she's he did, at the window. She's like, "What's going on he out did, here?" He didn't identify himself as a police officer. Mm-hmm. He just said, "Put your hands up," and then literally four seconds later, shot through the window and killed her. Could have also killed the little boy potentially. Because what if the little boy had gone to the window? Could have could have shot him. And, you know, they're, they're they're already trying to be like, oh, she had a gun in the house. Okay. Was she holding it at the window? I mean, it doesn't matter. She lives in Texas. Yes. It doesn't matter. And she, it's a, you know, open carry it doesn't situation. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Like, you were called there. Nobody said, oh, there's a robbery in progress. There was no reason for his gun to be drawn. No reason whatsoever. And let me just say this. I have friends who are police officers. But y'all got to get these scary ninjas out of here. If y'all are afraid... For every single thing, and y'all first response is to pull y'all gun out and start firing, you don't need to be a police officer. Go do something else. I'm sure that God has called you to do something else in life. Go do that. Because that woman did not have to die. If I hear a noise in my house, outside my window, I'm going to look. Are you telling me now I can't go look because it might be a police officer out there creeping and that's just going to blow me away? Like, that woman had no idea. Like, she just... I can't even imagine 
when the shot hit her, if she had time to be like, well, what what just happened? Like, that is just so messed up. And, and you know, the neighbor is like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I didn't expect something like this would happen. I really was just concerned because her door was open and I thought that was weird. So I wanted someone to do a wellness check. And now this woman is dead. It's like, just, I, I get that because I live by myself. So, mm-hmm. like, I have neighbors. So, like, if they see something isn't right, right. they're going to be like, huh. But you now you moved your car in five days. Yeah. Let me. But my only thing is, if it was something like that, knowing what I know, you would contact that person directly. But from what I, from what I've heard about in the story, is that she was um, the person who was killed. She was there. I think that was like her mom's spot, mm. and she was there to watch over because I think the mom is the sick. mom is sick. Yeah. So she came from Louisiana to right. watch her because right. you know. So maybe he didn't know her. So it was like, all right, uh, let me just call. Two one one three one one. Right for them to do a wellness check. It's yeah, just, it's weird because like you, you want people to you want people to be safe, and it's like you, you really can't call the cops for anything. No, like you really can't. Like at this point, like honestly, like I am, I'm not calling the police for anything. Like I'm just not because time and time again they have proven that they will shoot us up without asking a question, doing any type of critical thinking, and I just don't feel like there's a lot of things that to me I'm just like I don't feel like it's that dire that they need to be called because this situation is probably going to escalate to a level where someone is going to be either seriously injured or dead and I just don't feel comfortable with the concept of of calling them for something because they just they just scary they just come and just start shoot like so you was creeping outside that lady house like she had a right to look out and be like well what's going on over there like you could have gave her back away from the like. You did not have to fire your weapon. Like I just, I don't understand. The front door, right? Not like gone to the door that the person that called and told you was open was open, and say, hey, like, why were you creeping up around that late? Like I just don't understand. Like nothing about it makes any sense. Like, and I hope they're not gonna get ready to sit up here and drag this woman and make her seem like she deserved this because she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She wasn't doing anything. Probably not happen. She wasn't doing anything wrong. And it's just like, and this is what I don't understand when people when people try to say that black people are being dramatic. Like, we literally get killed for being in our house, minding our goddamn business. We not in, the woman wasn't in the street. She wasn't at no, she wasn't anywhere. She was inside of her house in her pajamas probably. And she got shot for being in her house. Like, ugh, it irritates me to no end. It's just this level of feeling like unsafe in the one place that you should feel safe is absolutely nuts. And then I just I can't I can't just just throw throw the whole country away, just throw it away. Throw it away. No, no, seriously. Throw it like away. Just throw it away. when when stuff like this happens, I'm like, should I move? Should I just like take the family and just move to Jamaica? Because I feel like I'd be safer in Jamaica. Like fam, like I'm. This, I'm, is, this is worth it. This like what's the name? It. Um, the tennis player Naomi Osaka. She just gave her her U.S. citizenship to play for Japan. I'm like, you know what, sis? You, 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 you might have been onto something. There. You might be onto something because it's. Like, what's going on? Like, this is out of hand. Like, it's just ridiculous. And I I, I don't know what the end in sight is going to be. But whenever it happens, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be a pretty sight. That's what I know. But rest in peace to both Joshua and Atatiana. It's it's sad. And and both of them, It's It's sad that this is the state of affairs in our country. Yeah. 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 All right. Ready to move on? Yes, sir. Ready to move on. Okay. Um, real quick, quick T tip. Um, 
Oh, wait. One last thing. What? Shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal um, from The Read. They are like one of the original black podcasts to really take this thing to the next level and do live shows and, do, and merch and all that stuff. Their show um, premiered on Fuse on our anniversary, actually. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I don't think the hotel had Fuse. But um, I do plan to check it out shout out to them like that's amazing to see like those of us who knew kid fury from like youtube and watching him in his mom's in his room in his mom's house to like being on fuse is amazing so shout out to them shout out mm-hmm. and i kind of want to end on a like happier note yeah yeah so um that. quick blmt tip um blmt tips tips um, don't people don't understand that facebook ads are kind of effective um, it's good to use uh, when you have a post that's effective and you want to promote it. Um, I don't know if people understand how it works. Is basically you pick, um, usually have a limit of how much you want to use. Let's say you want to say $20 mm-hmm. and you say $20 for the week and you say how much you want to use per um, per day. And basically based on how much you charge is be how many people you will see your post. Okay. Um, and you can either, there's two different ways you can do it. You can either do it for views so people look at something or you can charge by how many times people click on it mm-hmm. you can charge by that you can do it either way um, but yeah use your Facebook ads it's a very good way to promote um, a post that you have that you want to want to get to a larger audience um, use your Facebook ads it's a really quick tip um, Facebook has ads Instagram has ads and so does Twitter yes use your social media ads All right. you have anything else um, I think that was all that I had um for this uh week. I got a lot of TV to catch up on. Um when I go back uh home cuz I feel like we came back uh from AC and we've been like ripping and running, which is hilarious. Uh black people came up with ripping and running. I don't know what the ripping part is, but that's our thing. So, um we haven't had time to like actually sit down and like do any like work or anything like that so when i go back home i'm going to watch some television catch up on some shows before i hit the bed um tomorrow well you know when you get this podcast it'll be tuesday but the day before um is a holiday um some people have off work some people don't i do so i'm going to enjoy the day the um the only christopher that i celebrate is wallace that's fine um that's the only christopher i acknowledge as well however um you know i will not turn away a day off from work i won't won't. all right um we'll see y'all on december 3rd yes december December 3rd 3rd. that is the next season opener for season two yes of all love no fear podcast gonna have some changes and it's gonna be awesome word so uh happy thanksgiving if we uh because thanksgiving will come before we put out again so happy thanksgiving to all of you we hope you have a wonderful time with your families and friends uh safe travels for those of you who are traveling out of town to go see people i hope you eat a lot of food remember calories don't count um on thanksgiving eat up um and happy people who suburb to do friendsgiving too yeah enjoy your friendsgivings um shout out to the black friday shoppers be safe out there don't die don't die like I legit I, I don't be, die i won't be there i won't be there i'll be blessed at home on cyber <laughs> monday clicking on things um but y'all be blessed that go out on black friday um good. yes uh y'all about that life kudos to y'all um yeah just you know be safe be cool Enjoy your holiday season. If you celebrate Halloween and you're dressing up and doing all that, have a blasty. 
Um, yeah, that's what that's you, it. Are you dressing up for Halloween? No, no, I don't usually dress up for Halloween. It's not like I don't. Where am I going? It's really the the, the question. Yeah, some for Avery though, probably. Yeah, Avery will probably get a costume, but I don't know. Maybe we can repurpose her birthday outfit from last year. She can move on again. Um, I, I don't know if it fits though. It might not. I'm pretty sure it Um, we'll have to come up with something then. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's basically all that I've got. Um, it's been a great run. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot and grown a lot. Um, while doing this, and I look forward to reworking and revamping, and uh, we will be back at you on December third. Word word with word, a word. new pod. First episode in Georgia. In Georgia. We will be recording in Georgia because that's where we'll be um, for the holiday, the Thanksgiving holiday. So we will be recording. Maybe we'll get some of the Georgia folks on the pod and they can uh, provide their wonderful insights and so on. So, yeah, we love you guys. We're going to miss you guys. But we're going to come back better than ever um, with some great new content. And Come back better than ever. Come back better than ever. Okay, that's enough. It's been a two-hour podcast. The pe- we're, that's it. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's it. Um, yeah, so we're just going to stop rambling, and we're just going to get out of here. Um, until next season, we love you. God bless you. Good day. We out. Catch y'all later. Good job, y'all. Good job. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast.